This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the Internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 100,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook to consider is Robopocalypse, a novel by Daniel H. Wilson. For a free audiobook of your choice, go to audiblepodcast.com slash RT. That's audiblepodcast.com slash RT. This episode is brought to you by Hulu Plus. With Hulu Plus, you get total control to watch thousands of shows wherever you want, whenever you want. Binge on full seasons and watch your favorite current shows like Red vs. Blue and more. Right now, Rooster Teeth fans can get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus by going to huluplus.com slash roosterteeth. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create a professional website, blog, portfolio, or online store. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code ROOSTERTEETH7. Hey! RT is it still RT podcast? It is still the RT podcast. Still the RT podcast. You're Joel, not Gus. I'm sitting in for Gus. I'm not Joel. I am Gus. What? Did I get it wrong? I'm Joel. <laughs> That's Joel. Gus. Hey, I'm Joel. Yeah, introduce yourselves. Is I'm, that I'm, you I'm I'm Bernie. We're straight off the fucking rails right off the bat. I love it. <laughs> Which is hi, I'm Bernie. Have Welcome you, to the podcast. Have you seen the size of this red? I said I said to Joel, do you want to take the lead on this? Joel was like, sure. Nailed it was it. like <laughs> right out of the gate. Speaking of which, can I get a beer? Someone want to hand me a beer? I'd love... Oh, yeah, what's the best? That was fast. We've been sitting here, I think, for an hour, and now you ask for a beer. (laughs) I just thought about it. (sighs) Pretty impressive. I'm Barbara. That's Barbara. That's not Gavin. That's her. Okay, we should talk about RTX, right? We should talk about our closing feelings and emotions. wicked. It was your first one, Gavin. It was my first one. I bloody loved it. Yeah? Yeah, so you missed the first one we did with 600 people. Yeah. They missed last year's because of a wedding. I don't do anything less than 10,000. Is that what it is? How, yeah. how many people were at the wedding? I don't know. Le- not less than 10,000, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so you do do things. Or... It was amazing. It, like, every day was even more mental than the last one. It was a fun, fun experience. Like, the first day I was playing Surgeon Simulator in front of thousands of people. I thought you and Michael were just emceeing. Yeah, then we played. Oh. They the jumped second in. day, I was dressed as a superhero, and the third day... Got pelted with water balloons. Why are you not? Why are you not dressed like a superhero now? I feel like I should be, right? Yeah. Why? You you? I just don't have any powers. I mean. Here's a shot from the convention floor. Hey, yeah. some wild Her. fans wearing some wonderful Rushi's merchandise. They got some really awesome shots. Ray going for the high fives. Oh, it was fun. There was a, a lot of photos. And Who's video that girl? A fan. Who's that girl with Lindsay? Why? I don't know. You want to go back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was yeah. a blast that we had. Uh, how many? What was the total amount of people that we had, Barb? If you include all of the Guardians and everyone, it was approximately 10,000 people. Right. Up how, from how many people did we have last year? 4,000. 4,000. Last year. And about 550 to 600 the very first year, the test year that we did. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question that this year was way, go, way better than last year. Who is that? That's all for you, Gavin. <laughs> That's Lindsay. She's worth Gavin has leaned so far in. You've never taken an interest in anything in the podcast 16. ever at that level. She's 16. All right. She is JJ. <laughs> JJ with the big warning flag for Gavin off screen. She's is, that board, is, that board, is that board heavy? So, is that board heavy, JJ? Big we red giant. We'd like to, to officially board over his head. apologize <laughs> to our RTX attendee and her parents for Gavin's interest. Enjoy the rest yeah. of high school. Yeah. It's great. No, but like, la- Gavin, once again, <laughs> once again, you have just like nosedived us. Thank you, Gavin. I wonder if Thank she's you. coming in 2015. What's that? Nothing. Gavin. Yeah, Gavin. <laughs> Gavin. For the love of Christ, please stop talking. So, 
You were saying, Joel. I this forgot year. what I was saying. So this year I thought was way exponentially better than last year. Um, I thought. But, you know, the funny thing is that there was so much going on. Like, last year, I felt like I had a chance to, like, truly go in and experience stuff. Like, yeah. I, felt, I, felt like the, I felt like how I felt about the website for the first two years, like in the forum. I could go to the <laughs> forum and, like, man, I could check in on every thread. And then there was that point where it was like, I can't check in it's with the all the threads. Point. It's, it's the tipping point. Uh, and that RTS was clearly like, I can't, I couldn't see things. most of the stuff that was going on. There was, there was one point when... On our website, I forget what episode of Red vs. Blue was, somewhere in the 40s, episode like 47, and it had 45,000 comments on our website on that one episode. It was just like, I can't, I can't yeah. possibly read all those now comments. Now you can't read the things that people say about your show. Right. It was too much stuff. Yeah. YouTube has jumped that up because YouTube's are much bigger audiences, but I remember like on our website, that was like 2005. That yeah, been. that was yeah. early on. It was yeah, really I was there was that moment on the, on the site where it's like, okay, I've been, I, I keep track of every thread. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, I, the whole world, I know. Yeah, and you used to like, post a lot back in the day. I used to post a lot back yeah. in the day. We had some conversations back and forth, and I'm like, oh my god, Caboose. My personal favorite was the thread about how Caboose should have a cape. And that's, an important, that's an important pages. thread. That's, I think that was like, it had, that's a, an important, had an acronym. Yeah, and now you, ha- now you actually have a cape in real life, so I, I thought know, it I worked out. Yeah. That's what happens if you read a thread on our website, it happens to it you. It takes a decade, and it goes it takes to someone decade, else. Yeah. Do you have any footage or pictures of X-Ray and Vav from RTX? Probably somewhere. You guys should definitely talk. You should talk or can we that. superimpose? You could probably pull one up on like somebody's Twitter feed. Yeah. Didn't you tweet one, Gabby? Yeah. You didn't? Did, did you? <laughs> uh, somebody did of you. So uh, Matt's wife, Anna, made these two incredible costumes for X-Ray and Vav. And I remember when I walked in when you guys were getting fitted for them. Yeah. And that was like the best day. I was testing out my cup. It yeah. Was, it was a great day. <laughs> oh, do we ever tell <laughs> that's, all, that's always the thing when you're wearing a superhero thing. It's like yeah. cup or no cup. You got to like sort of make that call. Yeah. Anybody yeah. who doesn't wear a cup. You, make, you wear well, the cup. They got to be confident. But also, it was there one of those. People, like we've worked with some people that didn't wear a cup. You got to wear the cup. No, because I. It's too much definition otherwise. I did look at myself without the cup. I wouldn't know because I've never, ever what did, what did looked down in that direction ever. Really? I mean, if someone's wearing a superhero costume and they got like a copies, I'm not, I don't want to. Well, you would know on your own, like, you've, you've, you. No. What no, were you? You were like a, a stunt page. double or you were an extra? A, you were standing I was for a, X-Men. I did a bunch of photo double work. Photo double. Yeah, I photo doubled uh, Wolverine, apparently. On the first X-Men. On the first X-Men movie. So you get to wear the full Wolverine, like, black X-Men costume. And all that. Yeah, but it was funny because I was hired not to stand in for Wolverine. I was hired to uh, hired to. I'm sorry, I'm already drunk. <laughs> the photo double Cyclops. Yeah, James Monson. And they put me. Yeah, and then they put me. There was a confusion, and they did this unbelievably expensive shot, uh, and then didn't. And then at the end of the shot, they realized, oh, he's in the Wolverine costume. <laughs> that whole shit's fucked. <laughs> and then there were some yelling and hanging. Like Brian Singer was a director of that, and yeah. uh, they they were already over over. That was a, that was an interesting day. But talented guy. Did it make you when you were wearing? I it, was not at fault. Did it make you walk differently? Because yes. you dressed as superhero. Yeah, you know that when OJ was trying to fit the glove on. You know, like it was like that except for an entire costume. I was in the store. Like it was literally. Yeah. I was in the store yesterday, and it was Hugh Jackman on the cover, be, being Hugh Jackman. Good-looking guy, yes or no? Absolutely. Yeah, I actually, would. I got a conversation with Ashley, and I got mad at her because she didn't like Hugh Jackman. It was the gayest conversation <laughs> I've ever had. Like, she, like I brought up how good-looking Hugh Jackman is. She goes, ah, oh, he's okay. I go, no, he's a good-looking dude. She goes, he's okay. I go, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's gorgeous. What's that polite? What are, her, what are your thoughts sing. on Brad Pitt? Eh, right? Eh, yeah, she's like, doing this. He's eh. one of those guys. He looks good, but it's like. He can sing and dance. Aaron's also shaking her head. 
Being yeah, that, you women like singing Dancing Men. But Joel, you'll appreciate this. He was on the cover of this magazine, and it was uh, Hugh Jackman's Ten Steps to Romance. It's like, Joel, what do you think step number one is for Hugh Jackman? For his ten Sign se- $10 million contract. <laughs> step number one, be but Hugh Jackman. Step one, hey, hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Uh, I'm not even going to go down that road. Does he, need, does he need ten steps? He needs two steps. <laughs> That's right. Walk in the room. Here's, my, here's my name, Pants Rock. That's it. <laughs> it's a two-step process. It's not hard. Do you think he ever sees Pants on a girl? Or are they already probably off? Never. By the time eye contact is he, made, they drop. Never seen a woman in pants. Yeah, he, according to him, <laughs> everyone's naked all the time. They yeah. just disintegrate. Or? Yeah, he just turns. He turns and looks, and it's like naked women and clothes hitting the wall, the farthest possible it's wall like behind the, them. It's and like the, screams, right? <laughs> it's like all the Patrick Stewart scripts and extras. <laughs> is he? Is he like the top dude? Is he like the best looking dude? No. Oh, you're gonna, she's going to come up with something terrible. Who's the best looking dude in the world? Before she answers, yeah. here's the problem with men and women, the way that they judge like the top people. Like, you and I might agree, and Gavin, like, say, who's the best looking woman? And we say, oh, like, the X, like, this woman because she has this shape and this great hair and all this. She's a beautiful woman. Women always have, like, some weird fucking qualifier that makes no sense. It's like, oh, I like this guy a lot. He's, like, my number one because... He looks like he'd know how to change a tire. It's like, what the fuck does that What does that mean? So, Barbara, what, who's your number one? I can't remember his name. He's the Green Lantern. Fucking Ryan. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. He can Holy change a tire. Hell. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> if you're watching this podcast, and I know really? you are. Really? Is he married? Has he ever changed a tire? He ma- I mean, maybe. In a movie? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I mean, th- most actors that you think about for, like, the hottest guy on Earth, why hasn't changed a tire? Yeah, who do you think the hottest guy? Hottest guy? Yeah, hottest Why guy. Why asking me about the hottest guy? Oh, please. You had that costume. <laughs> Gavin has no issues with this. You are you, You're putting up a fuss. You have no issues with this at all. Who's the hottest guy? I'm going to answer for na- him. What's the, na- what's the name of that dude? Hey, what's up? He's Jackson. <laughs> that's a good looking dude. <laughs> all right, well, that's not the best picture. Yeah, nah, he's fine. He's <laughs> running. It's hard to keep it looks like he just fell out of a tornado. Like the, room is, the back room is trying to give you suggestions. <laughs> Back room is trying to give Gavin When you get flipped out of a tornado and land and stand up, that's what you look like. Yeah. Gavin, you have to answer. I'm going to answer for you. Who was that dude in The Watchmen? Who was the dude in The Watchmen? Which the, guy? The CGI guy? No. That one dude. The guy who plays the comedian? <laughs> no. I'm like sure 50. No. Oh, oh, oh. The, you the like the, the, uh, the Ozmandius dude. He's all right, isn't he? There you go. Wasn't he the dude in uh, uh, Prometheus? Dude? No, that's a different dude. Different dude? All right, I'll look it up. That is the dude from something else. <laughs> <laughs> we need Jack here. All right, yeah, here's your question. Who's who's number one hottest, hottest woman in the world? <clears throat> woman? Yeah. Jolie? Angelique Jolie? Yeah, she's hot. Oh, Jolie. Yeah. Nuh-uh. I, d- I disagree with that. All right, everyone's saying no. She's so a little I'm too clearly, skinny for my liking. Clearly wrong about that one. Nah, she's fine. Oh, no, Alexis Bledel. Love I, it. I knew you who's Alexis Bledel? The She's like from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Yeah, I think we've. Uh, you watched that show? No, I watched Sin City where she's in that. She's a blue-eyed whore, but she looks really good. <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. She actually does play a prostitute. He's not just being an asshole. No, yeah, that's what she is in the movie. <laughs> no, I mean, he's still being an asshole. <laughs> so apparently, there was a movie in 2007 called The Watchman. Oh, okay. It only has six stars. Not as good as Watchmen. Uh, Did you guys like Watchmen? That plural. Really mm, it was. I saw it with you. What does that mean? So no? <laughs> <laughs> you saw it with me. 
I don't know how I can't load this picture. It's right... I mean... Good lord. You're talking about Matthew Good. See, like, that is the best a woman has it, ever looked, ever, I think. Yeah, you always show that picture. Yeah, is she's, that, like, super hot. She's the girl from uh, Sin City? She is. That is from Sin City. Oh, is that the girl from yeah. Sin City? Yeah. <laughs> That's a screenshot from Sin City. Well, there you go. I think, like, she's my number one. Really? Yeah. She's hot. I've always liked Jenny McCarthy, even though she went through, like, the crazy don't take medicine thing. Your and girlfriend's sitting. I know, no, no. She's your boyfriend's those, watching this crazy thing. I don't take medicine people? She just tells you not to do vaccines. And it's like, and now she's on The View. It's like, she's doing uh, everything in her power to, like, reduce her attractiveness, and it's just not working for me. You know, it's just imagine not, how she feels about us. What's that? What, are you saying <laughs> you're still attracted? Yeah, even though she's like, don't take vaccines, uh, like, go back to, like, rubbing herbs on yourself <laughs> and, uh, and don't, you know, be on a shitty show in the middle of the day. God, I hate that show. The what view. is that, like, Loose Women? No, the Loose Women? Yeah. <laughs> what, is, Have what, you, is, what is that a show in, in the UK? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, it's, like four, it's like four old birds chatting about, like, menopause and stuff. <laughs> loose Women? And they call it Loose Women. It's called Loose Women. Seems I'm looking like not this a good They're completely wrong. They actually played a uh, Slowbo Guys video on Loose Women. Did they really? And they talked about it. What they, they, they say about it? They were like, oh, isn't that good? <laughs> <laughs> now, on to the daily topic about menopause. Yeah, Loose Women, it exists. Loose Women is a British lunchtime show. First broadcast in 1999. It consists of a panel of four women who interview celebrities and discuss topical issues, ranging from daily politics and current affairs to celebrity gossip. No mention of menopause. Well, yeah. I don't know. They're always as of 2012, the program averaged up and stuff. What they gave 1.2 million viewers daily. So apparently, whatever they're talking about. But for is the UK, more... that's good. You got to remember. This. No, that's good for daytime anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Huh. And whatever they're talking about, it's more valid than what we're talking about. Sure. Let's see. Compare apparently. loose women to the View. I can't believe they call it loose women. Yeah. Why? Like... I don't know. Seems... Does that mean something different in the UK? No. That has a. That has a. I know. All right. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> but Barb, you. We had a weird thing where Barb and I went to go see, and Gab, you were there. We went to go see an early screening of World War Z. Yeah. And for whatever reason, well, we know, you can kind of guess why, they were worried about the performance of the movie. So Brad Pitt showed up at the Westgate Theater in Austin, Texas on a Tuesday. And started biting people. To intro the movie, pretty much. Yeah. Hoping to infect people with love of the movie. But that was, that was kind of shocking that he would, like, you could tell the guy got off his jet came racing across town, popped in the theater, and ran out of the theater to go get back See, on a jet and go to a different city. He was in four different cities that day. Yeah, so crazy. So you were in the same room as Brad Pitt. Yeah. Any stirrings? No, I mean, it was cool. Stirrings. Um, it, it's one of those things where it's like you see a celebrity in front of you. I never really get starstruck. Yeah? But it was kind of just like, oh, like, I've seen this guy on television. He's in the same room. That's cool. I wasn't like, ah! I think Gavin has a pretty good video of us reacting to it. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I really like Brad Pitt a lot. But look at the picture. He seems like a really nice guy. Those are, whatever you're doing on that screen, that's, that's more important. No, Gavin, I'm, I'm are you looking for specific... can, I tell you, can I tell you something though, while we're talking? He's scrolling through all the RTX photos. Look at Boy, all that's those a dangerous thing to put up on a live feed. Why? We you never know what's going to pop up. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, you're right. Hey! hey, hey. That was but terrible. The, um, I can't believe we exposed our audience to that. Can we talk a little bit about the encapsulated environment of RTX without sounding like... This is going to potentially be a very douchey conversation, but I want, I want to have it because I think it's a very real conversation. Is that we have very popular shows. We have very popular podcasts. We have very popular animated shows. We have very popular shorts, popular uh, gameplay shows, all that. But the environment of RTX is far different experience for us mm -hmm. than it is, like, every other day. Like, 
we might go out and get – I don't know what your guys' experience is like. I get recognized in public. As far as I know, I get recognized in public maybe about once every two weeks, once a month. Right. And then when we go to PAX, it's more – or like Comic-Con because you have a mixture of, of people who go there and some of them watch our stuff and will yeah. stop and say hello. Especially PAX. RTX is totally different. RTX is 8,000 people who are intimately familiar with all of our productions, and a lot of them are there to see us. And we're actually working hard to make sure that people understand that future iterations of RTX, it's not, it can't possibly be a 10,000-person meet and greet. It just, it's not sustainable to do that. It's, it's literally impossible. There's only 15 of us. It's, it's not possible. But I, it is very, even after 10 years of doing this stuff, it is really, really interesting to have the experience of what it's like to actually be famous. Because yeah. in that environment, with those, that closed environment, I think that's what it's like to be legitimately I I famous. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. But I felt like if I opened a door and walked in a direction, like across the convention hall, I had to like plan how I was going to go. I feel like I've, I who knows? I feel like I've been in, in uh, on a million sets with a million. I feel like I've met a million famous people. Yeah. And on those sets, it wasn't like the dynamic. RTX. Well, that's RTX a work environment, though. Way, uh, well, uh, not worse, but it was just like more heightened. Extreme. Yeah, yeah. I've had a, more extreme. a very celebrity-like experience. I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about it, but it's at the mixer. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I just didn't realize how when you have ten thousand fans come in that they are in Austin. They're like around, even right. when the conventions not. Especially that area. So I, I kind of got. Uh, I went to the mixer and I had to leave because I ended up smushed against a wall, and like I would finish signing something and then like. 17 people would tap me, and I was like, I was getting a bit claustrophobic, so I just left. But I think like 100 people followed me into the street as well, and were just seeing me in the street. I was like, oh my god, I, this is absolutely mental. That only mental. happened to me even... one time in my life, and it was during uh, 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 Toronto. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the third one or whatever. I don't know what happened. I just RVBTO like, was god, I don't know prior to RTX was the biggest Rushi fan event. I think Barbara ran that for a couple of years. Yeah, I was I was helping run that event right. after a couple of years of attending it. Longest running one too. Yeah, it ran for eight years, and mm-hmm. it's continuing on under a different name, but there's always a huge fan event in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Big, big population there. But that was, that, was a, that was a full, like, Gavin and I, like, we went down to Australia last year. We go to parties <sighs> and after parties and stuff like that, and that's even, like, a shorter experience for that. But this was, like, a full three-day weekend of that yeah. experience, and it really gave me a perspective on what legitimately famous, like, broadly famous people must go through. It's like... If, like, Brad Pitt or somebody that we were just talking about yeah. uh, walks into a Starbucks, that is, like, that's an undertaking, yeah. you know? It really Again, is. Again, I don't think it's that – I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's that heightened. It yeah. must be. For Brad Pitt, it must be. I mean, you probably like, can't go out in not. public without someone asking for your autograph. Everyone in there. Well, <laughs> I mean, someone could ask for your autograph. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good Hey, Brad, picture. how you doing? Uh, that's a good-looking dude. But yeah. everyone in that Starbucks yeah, has yeah. changed their day. Like well, day no, has because been somebody creeps in with a hat and sunglasses and... Oh, yes. No, but know. they're going to know. Well, I don't Somewhere. know. I, I haven't... Depending on how famous you are, did people you, can recognize you. Did you hear about I the mean, terrible thing that I did at RTX? I mean, what's the terrible... <laughs> the one, the one terrible thing? Well, I, you, please, you have to so, tell me. I realized that because I was... I had a lot going on. Like, I was on a lot of panels and a lot of stuff. So I couldn't just freely walk around because I wouldn't get anywhere in time. So Jack had the idea to just wear a creeper head mask. Oh. oh, so I did that. I put it on and I uh, tested it. I just walked out of the uh, uh-huh. like the behind the scenes part, and everyone was like, and I walked I around freely. <laughs> but I walked around freely, and nobody was looking at me or talking to me. I was like, this is brilliant. So I was doing. I was walking around. I was looking at everything. But on the first night, you should have done that like attached a GoPro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the first night, I met this really cool dude, 
I think he's 15, yeah. and he made Lego statues. And I was talking to him. <laughs> I was talking to him and his mother, <laughs> and they were talking to me like they wanted me to go and take a picture because this guy builds like full-size oh, Lego yeah, statues. Yeah. That's and awesome. each one took him like a hundred hours to build. They're like so, life-size statues. That's awesome. Yeah. So I put the thing on and I was like, right, I'm going to go find this dude and try and sneak a picture with him before people see me. So I walked all around and I found it. And I just walked up to him in the thing and I was like, hey, it's me. And I was like, let's take a picture real quick. So I went into his booth. And there's actually a picture of it up on the screen if we cut to that at some point. But um, I w- <laughs> there it is. So see, they're actually like full see, size. That's all- Lego I didn't even know that was there. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't even know that. Now was what you there. what you can see in that picture is that there's one sat down in a chair, right? <laughs> so I go, I stand in his booth with him, and his mother's there, ready to take the picture. I take off my creeper hat, and I hit one of the statues with it. The head comes off and just goes. <laughs> And like smashed into a thousand oh. pieces, and I'm just looking at it, and everyone's turned to look at me, and I've got my hat off, and I just look at the ground, I look at him, I look at his mom, I look at everyone, I'm just like. <sighs> so I just take the creeper hat and put it on the Lego statue where the head used to be. Did you really? Yeah. And he just ran. No, and I just had, took a picture with him, and I took it, and I was like, I'm really sorry, and I slept. <laughs> but everyone knew it was me at that point. It took me like 20 minutes to get. See, back. I always thought that those were fake, and now I know they're yeah. real. So we have. And there was a sign. Yeah, he built it there, right? There was a sign that said, "These are glued, but they're very delicate. Do not touch." And I just wow. So they were glued. Yeah, it was glued. I just swung the head because you can't see in the thing. I didn't even know there was one next to me. I was just like, and it just flew off. Uh, Bollocked it. How did you feel? I felt awful. I still feel bad. Uh, Yeah, that is. You should. You should feel bad. That's bad. I do, and I'm really sorry that I broke your Lego head. See, and this is I, a killer. I, like somebody wrote, somebody wrote on Twitter, and see, this is why we talk about the sustainability of uh, RTX. Like at eight thousand, now going to probably what do you think next year? Sixteen thousand people. Fifteen to twenty. Fifteen to twenty is what we're aiming for. Is uh, I was talking with Jeff about this. Um, somebody wrote, and this is Schwerer Fever. I got that completely wrong, by the way. Schmear Fever. Schwerer Fever. Uh, sure, one of my main goals at RTX was to meet at Bernie, uh, but I simply wasn't able to. Yeah. And it's like that's how I feel. Like it's like. We met a bunch of people, but I always, I always feel like it's like the person who was got to the front of the achievement hunter line, yeah. which was like six <coughs> hours on Sunday. I think it was seven. Seven hours. Seven yeah. hours. People were missing everything just to be in the line. Yeah. Like missing panels, missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, seven. think about it. If you were there, if you could meet all six of you guys, I mean, I mean, the, all the achievement hunter guys in one go. That That's would probably be... all you were doing that whole convention was trying to get them. Right. You probably I mean, didn't I'm... go to many panels. You probably didn't see other people. I mean, there's a, there's probably a lot of people that watch just your shows. I mean, if you think about that, that would go to RTX and they show up and they get in that line. It's like they can meet all of you guys. And then there were some people that just because you have to be, you were on how many panels? Four? I was four panels. Yeah. So they would get to the front of the line for seven hours and it would be the 20 minutes to an hour and a half that you were just gone. Yeah. And then they didn't get your signature. That, that like, that hurts, man. It's like I tried to get hold of everybody and it kills me to read stuff like that. Autographs are something that we are definitely going to improve on next year both in terms of space that we have allocated, mm-hmm. time, schedule, all that stuff. And we've talked a lot about it. There's yeah. been a lot of, like, post-mortems and stuff like that. Everybody, everybody had a great time. Like, even when I would talk to somebody and they go, yeah, I waited seven hours in line to meet these Shimmer guys. I was like, seven hours? Wow. Like, yeah, it was awesome. I was like, yeah. okay, great. You know, and everybody seemed to really enjoy the experience. A common thing I, I keep so. hearing is that, like, even in, like if it was a big event style, uh, like show or panel or signing, um, that even long time in line to wait – they were meeting all the people around them, which yeah. is the whole point of a community. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I, every, I didn't find it difficult at all to keep my energy up the whole time. Like, even mm. if we all stood there all day, 
like they were, everyone was so nice and happy to see us yeah. that that was like energy providing in itself. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it was a very tiring weekend, and afterwards, I was yeah. pretty, pretty. I went shagged, to like but... a few events, like after the show ended, like some community things people were running, <clears> and everyone's like, "Man, how are you out? Like, you must be so tired." I'm like, surprisingly, no. Like, just yeah. the energy of being it's around just, everyone. It's partially adrenaline, I guess. Yeah, and you yeah, know that you're dedicated exhausted. in that time. Yeah, yeah, I was well, totally it, exhausted. It's a weird thing because every individual experience is very energetic and awesome because everyone's so great and everyone's so yeah. nice, and every individual one. Is great and positive, but somehow it adds up to like being this was all of your endurance runs. If out. I think yeah. about it, this is like the first event where I had a sort of a full-on production thing. I had to yeah. to think about. I really had yeah. to think about it, and I really had to apply a lot of energy. You can see what that, and it and it and it screwed me because I spent so much time sort of focusing on that. It really like um, I felt like I, I didn't. I wasn't able to give back as much as I wanted to give back, and I feel like I wasn't able to like meet as many people as I. Could have, and that was. It, this was the first event I sort of felt not great about coming out on a personal level because yeah. it's like I felt like I couldn't. I, I felt like I could have met more people. It just, you know, it's tough when it's like when you're doing a production and a convention and <laughs> yeah. panels and anything else. You have to participate in. Yeah, but we'll we'll we should probably hit eject on this conversation just so we don't like get into like douchey territory about talking about this stuff too much. But what you just described, I think, is a microcosm of what we deal with here on a regular basis, which is. Production comes first, and we always kind of have to remember that is that making the stuff that people want to see is always got to take <clears> priority of over all the other stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? And that even means traveling to events. Like we all miss events like at PAX and Comic Con, or if somebody's coming through to tour because we're out on production set. And that's that's really at the end of the day the most important thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. I feel douchey now. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. it. Well, I think people appreciate that. Overall. Well, Joel, what were you working on? Talk about what you're working on. Can you talk about no, it? No, no, can I don't think I can talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't okay. even know what you're working on. All right, you don't want to talk about it. Okay, keep it secret. I, I think it's better. I'm working on a robot to to smash humanity. Is that bad? From the moon to to death. So Jack is in Australia. So Jack is in Australia, which is good and which is bad. Because you just said because it on I have another a live thing that I can't that talk he's about. Out of the oh, country. Yeah, exactly. And his house is empty, and he has a puppy. Yeah. More, more to come on that later. <laughs> for someone who has a dog, hey. he tends to leave a lot. Oh, what's that? What? Well, he she just said for someone who has a dog, he tends to leave a lot. Yeah. Where does he go? Yeah, he does. He's but kind of a jerk. Hey, I have to read this. Like, I have to read this thing. He just uh, he just got the dog though. The dog's hey, like smaller. Dog. Camera's mine. <laughs> I get to be like Gus. Hey, by the way, this. Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 10,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature and featuring audio versions of many New York Times bestsellers. I can see you pointing. For our listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook that gives you a chance to try out their service. One audiobook is one audiobook <laughs> to consider is Robopocalypse, a novel. A free audiobook of your choice. Go to Audible podcast.com slash RT. That's audiblepodcast.com slash RT. I see all the pointing. <laughs> I see all the pointing. You're all in trouble. How's that? JJ, was that okay? What? Robocalypse. What is... I'm not familiar with that book. Rob- I don't know, know but it's... I, I gotta get it. Robocalypse. Robo- I heard about Robo- something Poc- from your... What, two nights ago? Robopocalypse. What was it? Sharknado? Sharknado. This is the future. It's the just going to be taking terms and putting them together. Well, I, you know what? I should get... Um, I've been having this problem where – this is the ultimate first world problem. My truck will connect to uh, my Bluetooth on my phone, and then I can just use my phone and play through the speakers. 
which is like the greatest fucking thing ever. I don't know. I rent <clears> a lot of cars because I travel, and I like to try out different cars, so I rent a, like a different car every time. My friggin' Ford truck still has a better sync system than any other – like how do, on your car, you have a nice car. How do you connect your iPod or your iPhone to your car? You have to connect it. No. No? No. You have Bluetooth. I have Bluetooth. Okay. But I went out and bought a separate audio system. Well, that doesn't count. Doesn't that count. drive in the car. I didn't, right? have a cho- I didn't have a choice. Like the guy I – I bought my car used, and the guy who had the car, he did all sorts of shit to it. And uh, I had to undo some of that shit and whatever. So it was never – I didn't have a chance. But I love that. But the thing is, is that for whatever reason, my truck has decided it likes Ashley more than it likes me. Even though I've driven this car for well, four years. Wouldn't? Well, that makes total like, sense. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's just – yeah. It, like every time we get in the car together, it grabs her phone and it starts playing her Harry Potter, Potter audiobook. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> and I should so listen, just, I should listen to the Harry Potter audiobook though. I should listen to it because we did a thing the other day. It's too late now. I know it's too late. We did. We were recording some of those videos. You can't correct it now. We were recording those videos where I asked people questions. You can't correct your answers now. My Harry Potter. You got it all wrong. They they ambushed me in my interview show where I asked people questions. This thing is Harry Potter. And is your first mistake. Listen, no that one, would be the most intelligent thing I said during the no interview. No one with the name Plotter is even in the books. <laughs> I actually thought I knew about Harry Potter, and I didn't know shit. Isn't it set in the 80s? Harry Potter? Yeah. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I'm going to sound like an idiot and agree we're with getting, you. We're getting one of these signs. What? <laughs> they don't want me to ruin what? The, the Harry the Potter thing? novels? The Harry Potter ambush interview they did with me? Okay. The Harry Potter. I didn't say that. <laughs> That's Now, Harry Potter. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Brandon, put <laughs> yourself up. Why is he screaming? What's wrong with you, Brandon? That's the podcast is an informative Harry, show that, Harry have that talks about the daily life and production schedule of Rooster Teeth Productions. Production studio. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Now, he works at Pogsworth, right? Is that correct? <laughs> you guys want to hear what's in the next Let's Play? <laughs> <laughs> what's, in, what's in the next? Uh, for some reason, I feel like we could give a bullet point, but it wouldn't ruin. This is what's going to happen in the next, next play. In you're gonna be in Minecraft. You're gonna have a square of dirt. Yeah. And you're gonna be hill. Tell, and then someone sets you on fire. And then Michael screams. Jeff laughs. And he That's goes. Brandon, oh, let me oh, tell oh. you why it doesn't matter. Let me tell you, Brandon. Don't shake your <laughs> why fucking fist. Why is he annoyed? Let, let me tell you why it doesn't matter. Somebody literally tweeted to me just now. Barbara, read what that guy just wrote to me. He wrote. You guys should do a Bernie versus Harry Potter interview video. There you go, Brandon. We just literally said what he did, and now they're suggesting that we do it. Hey, and before you cut, <laughs> a, before you cut away from that shot, I just want to point out, if the audience can see that big thing in the background, that big giant mixing board, uh-huh. nobody knows how to fucking use it. That guy back there, <laughs> he's pretending. That guy is pretending. He's pretending. He's, a, he's like a guy in Star Trek who's like at the telecorder. And he's like, yes, Captain, I'm working the tell. That's yeah. that guy. It's like the guy that only uses two buttons out of 200. Yeah, that's a prop. <laughs> that's a prop that we bought from Paramount, and it's just it's cardboard. There's nothing to that. I want Patrick to press a different button on that. We dare like, you. One that from the be, right. We just have Why the audience pick Gavin? random buttons on the mixing board. Oh, he, he did it. Oh. Hey! Oh. <laughs> nothing Nothing happened. The podcast just turned off. So he's listening to an audiobook on there. <laughs> he's listening oh, to Chris. So what is what? Is, have you guys ever listened to any audiobooks ever? Like yes. What's what's your, the best audiobook? All any? economy. All economy. Stuff. <laughs> All economy stuff. Well, what's a good primer? Like like everyone's interested in your financial advice. What primer, is like the book? No, no, no. Shut up. What is a good book that people should read about the economy? There is a gr- uh, uh, how economy grows and why it crashes. Uh, what's it called? That's the c- title of the book. Oh, that's, that's how economy. Grows. It's, it's incredibly basic. 
When it is incredibly basic. Why are you so excited? People can understand it. Members of Congress can understand it. And if they'd fucking read it, maybe we'd have a fucking hope. I have a question. You know how like economy three hundred and sixty percent. Do you know what that is? That is our. That's the worldwide debt to GDP. Three hundred and sixty percent. We're fucked. Everybody's in the same boat, though. Who's not? (sighs) Who's not in that same boat? How many people? If everybody owes the money, who do we owe it to? Who do we owe to? How the fuck are they going to collect this is, the world? This is a conversation they get caught up with. The uh, world would beat the shit was like, we just, just don't pay it back, which that's, that's fine. We should just – total cataclysm, and that's fine. I'm good for the total cataclysm. Better better not pay the debt, just default. Better to default on your debt than to inflate. But they will never default. They so will inflate. How many people asked you to talk about finance with them at RTX? Like a couple. A couple? Hey, did anybody ask a question? Hey, Joel, how come you're not rich? Anybody ask that question of you? I get get that occasionally. (laughs) Hey, so I am. How an economy grows (laughs) and why it crashes is available on audible.com. It is. So you can use your gift code to listen to Joel's advice and be. So there you go. And then you will understand better than your professor. Who wrote it? Do you remember? Peter Schiff. And Andrew Schiff. And Andrew Schiff. Are they related? They're probably brothers. So you know how the economy is good and then it goes bad, right? Good, bad, and then it kind of repeats. Cyclical, is the repetition secular, getting, cyclical, secular. But is it getting quicker? Like, if it if it's good for thirty years and then crap, and would it then be like good for twenty years and be crap? Like, is the cycle shrinking or is it the same every time? The, yeah, we, the 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 cycle is shrinking and we are getting to half life and it's accelerating. So eventually, but it's we're not. Like, it's not. It's not going to improve. It's going <clears throat> downwards. So it's getting worse. Like money supply. This is even going to get boring. This is going to get really boring. Money supply has to grow. And, re- and reserve fractional banking, money, so- money supply has to grow. And we went from $1 trillion, and then we printed $10 trillion. So from $10 trillion, we have to keep growing that money supply. You're <laughs> attacked by Kraken socks. Hey! $10 trillion. That's what happens. That's what happens when you talk about the economy. You get attacked by a sock. Yeah. You get attacked by this a foot sock. how hard it is to put my socks in the shot. No, but I understand. No one... What's on the bottom of my sock? We have a... Uh... We have someone on the green screen. Hey, we have someone on the green screen. Monty. Oh, look who it is. They wrote a moment with Monty Mr. on the whiteboard. Monty Ohm. Holy shit, guys. How you doing? I want to get back to work. Oh, is that why you're telling someone to hurry up and talk to you? Yeah. What are you working on? Tell us what you're working on, Monty. Ruby. And that debuts when? Thursday, right? Woo! Thursday. Yeah. What time? What time Thursday? I don't know. Do you want me to tell you? Uh, yeah, bring Barbara it on. Knows. 5 o'clock p.m. Central for sponsors, 7 p.m. Central for the public. Blah, blah, blah. Just All move right. your mouth when I do it. <laughs> say it again. Say it again so we can hear it. Oh, I mean, they probably could hear it. It's 5 p.m. <laughs> 5 p.m. Central for sponsors, 7 p.m. Central for the public on roosterteeth.com. Awesome. Back to Monty. Monty, how excited are you? Monty is launching his first show. You know, Gavin and I were just talking about this in the kitchen earlier. I'm so past that. I'm like three shows ahead of you guys. I'm like, I got, I got more ideas coming. Oh, so you say we just show all the episodes at this point since they're all done? <laughs> no. <shut the> <laughs> Miles is frantically waving his arms no right now. I wish. I wish. But no, it's all, it's all up here. It's all happening. So if you die, we're all screwed. Oh, man. Oh, there's a little Yang action. A little Yang. Uh, we should, I mean, RTX was nuts. Right, guys? It was fucking crazy. Yeah, we showed the first episode of Ruby at RTX, which was amazing. The crowd reaction was great. They gave us a standing ovation. I went to that panel. It was top. It was the only panel I went to. Really? I was was backstage to that panel. I was watching Ruby from behind, which sounds creepy. I got to say, it was kind of interesting because I watched a little bit of that panel. And at the Ruby panel, the audience sings Happy Birthday to Barbara. 
And in, during the Rooster Teeth podcast panel, we all try and fucking kill each other. And Very different dynamic. There. I was thinking about singing happy birthday to Bernie, but then stabbing <laughs> him after. We have a, a bit of a younger audience, I think. And better. Yeah. A better audience. I like we had fun. Audience. Listen, the, the lightning round was a lot of fun. I got to say another thing, too. I, 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 feel like, I feel compelled to talk about one of the things I keep reading about when people watch the live streams of people asking questions. They keep talking about how cringeworthy a lot of the questions are, mm-hmm. how awkward they are. We've been through... Not 10 years of conventions, probably eight years of conventions we've been going to these things. We've seen some pretty low-level, cringy stuff. I mean, we really have. It's always kind of disappointing to me. It's like, I thought the questions we got, at least in the Red vs. Blue panel and the podcast panel, I thought we I made thought were, something I, out of those. And they I were, thought they were great. Yeah, the they were fine. The ones especially were great. Uh, listen, I've been, in, I've been in panels where there, there are people who ask 10-minute questions. I mean, they literally will just stand at the mic and just talk to you like, you've got to stop talking and yeah. ask a question. But it always bothers me. i got to say in a way, it always bothers me when the audience, like, rips on the audience, when the audience doesn't like the audience. Does that make sense? What's yeah. an example? I, like this. Like other. this. They just, like, every time somebody gets up to the mic, everyone's like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. This guy's cringeworthy. Stuff like that. Um, and, you know, to some degree, what's Monty doing? He's talking on the phone? Sorry. My, moment with Monty. we got to get back to him. But oh. to some degree, there is some of that, like, when people come at us, we fire back. And yeah. I think that's just part of... The, the dynamic that we have, yeah. yeah. It's the humor style. Yeah, I think it's o- okay for us to be jerks. I, I don't know. It's okay for us to be, I don't know. <laughs> I, know what you, I know what you're saying. professional jerks, right? I, yeah. Well, it's different when you know someone versus not. I yeah. I, well, I think, we, I think we, we try to make it clear we we're making a joke. Make sure that we get to know every single person who asks us a question. Oh, Monty, look, you're so impatient. You got to get back to work, huh, buddy? Yeah, I do. So what, what should people look forward to? What are you hoping the reaction from the audience is going to be for oh. Ruby Season 1, Episode 1? Man, I don't even remember what's going on in episode one anymore. I'm like working on episode one. <laughs> Miles, calm, Miles, calm down. Calm down, Miles. Miles is over there. Are you excited, though? You've been working on Ruby for how long now? Well, it's, I mean, kind of since before even season 10 ended, so that was fun, right? Yeah, I did. A, uh, did you get a chance to watch the video that I did with Miles <coughs> where we played yeah, Limbo? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Limbo? Was it Limbo? Was yeah, like, Limbo yeah. we played. It was awesome. Bernie, we got to do one of those sometime soon. Yeah, we should. We should definitely do that. In fact, I... I I had a game in mind that I'd, I'd like to play with you, but I hate that game. Oh, you do? Everybody's, everybody's comment when I talked about that game. But no, we'll, no, no, no. I, don't I got, spoil it. Brandon might go fucking crazy. I got a, I got a, I mean, I got, I got actually legit reasons. I mean, I was a combat designer in that game. One in my side. So. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it then. We'll do something. Well, fun. We'll, me- we'll mention it. Well, the um, so in the in the video that we did, we talked about how the, my first experience with Ruby was you were working on season ten and you took like a break from animating Red vs. Blue season ten. And all of a sudden, you had this, like, sniper scythe weapon up on your screen. That was the very first thing I saw from Ruby. I didn't really, have a, I didn't really take a break. It was more like as soon as RVB10 was done, I was, like, straight in. You, you walked in that rainy Sunday, and it was like yep. I, was, I was still working. It was awesome because RVB10 went so smoothly that it was just I had the energy left to start on Ruby right off the bat. I mean, we started, you know, having those uh, IHOP meetings. We're probably going to have an IHOP meeting tonight. Uh, but, right, uh, and I just made that trailer, and then it was just bam. It just kept going from there. So that was fun. The response has been absolutely ridiculous in a, in a great way. I mean, yeah, it has. People <clears> cosplaying <throat> and people doing fan art and all this stuff. There's it's, a shot from the panel right here. It's too bad, man. It's too bad, like, we couldn't get as many people as we wanted to into the room. Like, we, what, was that? what was that room? It was like 3,000, 5,000? It was, 5, was 3,000, and then we had a downstairs area that people could watch. I think it was another couple hundred. Nuts. Yeah, we had an overfull area in case people couldn't get into the 3,000 And even, even on the Saturday panel and on the Sunday panel after, we were, like, fitting people in. And people were still, like, repeat. 
confused. They just came, I, I had people raise their hands like, who's here a second time or a third time? And I was like, shame on you guys. <laughs> it, was a, it was really funny. I saw that, and then you were like, ha, ha, ha. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was okay. But the people outside heard. Yeah, they weren't too happy. But, you know, you'll see uh, anyone who couldn't see it uh, last weekend will see it this Thursday. So it's going to be awesome. Yep. Uh, we're still working pretty hard on it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It was really cool whenever there was a panel in the main ballroom that filled up to the full 3,000 because the entire convention hall seems so much more empty because it's a, almost a third of the people at the event in of that theater. Of tickets sold. Yeah. Of tickets sold, yeah. 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 So we, uh, the way we do our counting, a lot of cons are different. Um, some count cons, like some of the bigger, bigger ones, they'll count turnstiles, like how many people came in the doors, but then people leave and come back too. Yeah. So they get up to like 130, 140,000 people at the cons. Those aren't exactly accurate numbers. Why would you count that way? Just because it's bigger numbers. Does it sound better? Yeah, it sounds better. You might as well just lie. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just marketing stuff, you know. 50,000 people came to RTX. That'd be easier than counting turnstiles. It would be. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Kev. You're right. How about 100,000 came? Why not? We were bigger than San Diego Comic-Con. I just don't see the point of doing that. But it was tough because we. I feel like we could have had a 5,000-seat panel room. Yeah. We would have filled that, and there would have literally been nobody else... Wandering the the halls. Yeah, at all, the know? problem with the Austin Convention Center is that the halls are great, except the panel rooms they have available. That's pretty much the most you could get in one place. Unless we got like a whole other exhibit hall, basically. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, which I think we uh, last year we used one of the exhibit halls, but partitioned part of it off. Oh, that was a, just a ballroom. Yeah. Oh, it was a ballroom. Is yeah. that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Huh. So it's next year will be great. Monty. Congratulations on a great showing at Thanks. RTX yeah. of Ruby Episode 1. Well, congrats to the whole team. They were all there, and you know it, uh, which is awesome. They're, I mean, they're back at the studio right now plugging away. I mean, this weekend alone, I mean, after RTX, it's like everyone was dying, but we still got to keep going. But, I mean, they're over there right now, and I got to go uh, work with them. But it's cool that they all got to have, like, a moment, which is great, um, because they're all very excited Miles was giggling like a little girl when people were laughing at his jokes. It was pretty cute. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to head back over there and keep going. Keep going. That All right, thanks, Monty. Nice. We're looking forward to it, man. Can't wait to see it. Woo. See, I was going to ask him about the character that was behind him. <sighs> the green screen? It says a green screen joke. Green screen jokes never work. <laughs> <laughs> never work. Not once. I think it's just that, that joke. Did you ever have to act against something you couldn't see? On a green screen. Did you ever have to pretend something was there that was totally ridiculous? Yeah, red versus blue. I mean, what? Voice acting's like that. Yeah, that's yeah but you're not filming your every, face. Every, every, every time I talk to Bernie, it's like that. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Imagine all somebody taller. Like, all I see is like ping pongs. <laughs> Stacked on top of each other. Right. <laughs> Certain <laughs> gravy. That's um, about it. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so I mean, it was a, you were originally you were originally wondering what was that audi- auditorium shores? It was that smaller venue, Palmer Event Center. Yeah, Palmer Event Center. Yeah, and we originally wanted to throw it there, right? Well, and I did. I was the only one though. Yeah, you were on the island there. I was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's. But good. that was also last year. That's that true. I wanted to do that one. That's, that's true. But now at least we they got a chance to feel out the, the convention center. I mean, you, you feel like things went a lot smoother this year. Yeah. The the great thing about this year is that we had all new problems. How many? Which doesn't sound good, but we didn't make any of the same mistakes from last year as we did this How year. How many Guardians do we have? We had uh, about 300 this year. Wow. Yeah. And we got to say they did a phenomenal they did a job. Phenomenal job. They did. And as much as, you know, we've talked here about, like, you know, we want everybody to have a really good experience, and when somebody didn't get a chance to meet us that wanted to, that we all were like, oh, that was killer. The Guardians had one of the toughest jobs because they had to keep order. And a lot of times, keeping order meant 
hey, we have to cap this line because they had to deliver a lot of bad news. They had to deliver bad news, yeah, to yeah. a lot of people, and they they, they took that really hard. Yeah. a lot of them because yeah. they're fans as well. And in fact, a lot of a lot of the guardians couldn't go to events that they wanted to because they were busy with some duty as a guardian. Yeah, like some of them had requested time off to go to a panel or something, and that would be incorporated in a break, but. It just came like, to the point like sometimes the, where they had to step up and couldn't like, see what they wanted to see. Like the Guardian that had to hang around Gus all weekend. That was a sacrifice. That was I like was, a whole black hole. I was going to say, your PA mm-hmm. did quite an awesome job with you. She did a great job, yeah. yeah. She was great. Yeah. Everyone was great. She was great. She got, she got my car keys from me. There you go. I got to take my car. So that worked out. Brandon wants me to point out that it's raining here and we have a tin roof over our heads because not- this is a professional studio. So... And that the audio is not shitty, you're just hearing rain. So I guess that means the audio is not shitty because you can hear the rain. So, yes. Rain, See, rain I thought, I I, I thought we you. asked about that beforehand. I said, does, does the rain affect the audio in a negative way? And then I never, I don't feel like I got an answer back on that. You'll never get that answer. The answer is now yes, apparently. Does that board, does that giant board work into that somehow? Brandon didn't want to like spoil a, it for you. Is there a button or like a knob? A knob button? So while we're on the topic of events, should we say what we have coming up? Yes. Sure, let's do that. What do we have coming up? Do you know? All right. Barbara. We have, uh, do you know what's happening? San Diego Comic-Con this weekend, as well as PAX Australia. PAX right. Australia will be at booth 1121. And, it's and that is in Melbourne? Melbourne, yes. It's going to be Bernie, Jack, and Gus. And then San Diego Comic-Con, we're at booth 1437. Uh, same place as last year. And I think it's going to be Miles, Chris, Kathleen, Kara, and I think that's it. And you guys are, and, uh, you guys are taking the Tower of Pimps with you on that trip, right? I'm correct? not going on these trips. They could. Somebody, somebody, yeah, somebody, somebody, I'm still amazed you're not going to San Diego Comic Con. That makes no sense to me. I think they just chose people from various departments and to represent certain shows. Okay. But you have reasons to go to San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not going to what San Diego. What reasons? What's that? What? Sunny weather. Which, <laughs> by the way, weather? it's raining in Austin. How happy is raining in Austin? I looked at the weather forecast. It looks like it's going to be raining for like a week. A week. I can't wait. It's awesome. Why is that awesome? Because it was a hot, did you see, were you here last week? Yeah, I, was, I went <laughs> swimming every day. It was top. Swimming what best. is wrong with you? What's wrong with swimming? It was too hot. 106. Dude, how can it be too hot to swim, Joel? That makes no goddamn sense. It was too perfect. hot. When what, the water is hot boiling? Tub? No. And you're like, I'm a crawfish. You're swimming in a cauldron, aren't you? <laughs> I'm a crawfish. <laughs> Do you think crawfish are swimming? When they're in know. boiling water, it's like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we're so happy. They have a little diving board. They all go up one at a time. Yeah. And have you ever in. killed a lobster? Have I ever killed a lobster? Or do you just like plop them in the boiling water? Now, I've never, I've never cooked lobster. I can say I've never done that. I've, I've done, done that, that a couple times, the the and it's sort of, it's, it's a weird thing because you don't really, you just throw them in the pot, and then you, yeah, but you don't matter. And do then that. like they scream. Yeah, they I don't really have. What, what they is say it, the gas. They say it's gas. Yeah, and they're like, and the gas is like, wait, what? Oh my God, <laughs> I'm a lobster, and I'm boiling. It's Did horrible. I actually scream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they make a screeching noise when you throw them in the boiling water, but people say it's gas escaping their shell. Which, Here when I scream, thing. it's also gas escaping through my mouth <laughs> through in a shell. scream. Yeah, that's exactly what that so process is. Sense. Like in South Park, whenever somebody dies, they poop, right? No. What? <laughs> I haven't in seen South, South Park, Park in a while. If you die, that's that's correct, right? Miles is saying, he's supporting me. If hey, you Miles, die in South yeah, Miles, Park, hey, Miles, when you die shit. in South Park, what happens to you when you die in South Park? Uh, if you're Kenny, you're eaten by rats, and if you're someone else, you shoot your pants. If you're Kenny, you shit your pants. Yeah, but Kenny didn't always get in my no, rats. No, I mean, do people, when, do, when, when people actually die, do they, sh- you were a medical guy, do they actually yes. shit their pants? Yes, it's a big problem with executions. Okay, I think they so get, they let's get go back among to the other lobsters. things, like people getting so killed. So are the lobsters taking a poop in the boiling water? 
Does that, I does that matter? Boils. It's actually better if your food poops before you eat it, wouldn't you think? I don't know. Is, is it, it better on the inside or the outside? How well, are with, we all of a sudden with on shellfish, like with a shrimp, all you have to do is pull the anus out, don't you? That's like the only preparation. You yeah, do. but the blue pull the anus out. <laughs> well, pull you got the it. The poop problem goes deeper than the anus. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what an anus is? I mean, yeah. it's like butthole. It's the whole back <laughs> of the shrimp that you're taking out. off. You the whole back. They of call the it deveining, but it's not a vein. Yeah, it's like a long tube anus. It's colon, not anus. It's <laughs> <laughs> just two different things. Yeah, but you pull it all out, and then the anus pops off the end, doesn't it? The anus comes along with everything else, yeah. But if you just take the anus, you've yeah, got I'm a saying, lot of stuff you I'm don't want. I'm saying, compared to a lot of other animals, you have to de-gut them and get all the giblets out and all that stuff. With a shrimp, you just pull the anus off and all the intestines. Uh, stop. I don't, I don't think a shrimp has so, intestines. Does it, more events? it has like a poop track. There's more events. There's more events. It does, Barbara. Who else is going? Um, we're also going to VidCon, uh, which is <laughs> August 1st and 4th. <laughs> Us three are going to VidCon. We're going to a cross. What store. is BitCon? VidCon. VidCon? What's Gus? Vid- VidCon? It, it's basically, uh, it's, VidCon is essentially YouTubeCon. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, but it's not. It's not even organized by YouTube. It's not organized by YouTube. It's, it's organized by YouTube. Essentially. Oh. That. Just the ascent. It's organized by. I think the, the Vlog mafia? Brothers. Is it the Mafia? Isn't it? The, the, uh, what are their names? John We're, and Hank Green. Ben, ben and Hank Green? And John. Ben and Hank? <laughs> I Green? keep saying John Green? and you keep Green? saying Ben. Yeah. And there's <clears> also um, a community event that same weekend called RVB UK. It's uh, August 2nd to 4th, I believe. And I think there's a community group you can check out if you're in the UK. Mm. We won't be that? at that, though. But other it? cool people. Where is it in the UK? I don't know. It's in the group info. Is so, it in Leicester? I thought Leicester. if Ben is here or, or like and Gav is here, who's left in England? <laughs> there anyone? You got it right. It's John and Hank Green. Yeah. Yeah. They're the Vlog Brothers. Anybody familiar with the Vlog Brothers? I had never heard of them before this. They're but so they have loved. A, they have a huge following. And yeah. you said they're loved? Everyone loves him. I don't yeah. get it. You don't get it? <laughs> I haven't, vloggers. Uh, I'm not, I, I, haven't, I haven't heard of them. They've been active for six years. You haven't heard of the Vlog Brothers? No. Yeah. They have the whole, uh, for six years. They have some like weird army. What's it called? The vlog army? <laughs> no. Yid army? But, not the yid army. <laughs> it's some sort of thing. Yid army. Nerd fighters. Nerd fighters. They have nerd fighters. The nerd fighter gang sign yeah. is the Vulcan salute from Star Trek done on both hands. <laughs> that sounds, no, it's not like that. That sounds made up. No, it's this a real deal. Else. So they run VidCon, and that's like, that'll be everybody from YouTube. It'll be the guys from Smosh. If you're into Jane bloggers. Dawson, Jenna Marbles, Justine will be there. Oh, I'd like to meet Jenna Marbles. Is she What's real? That? I'd like to meet Jenna Marbles. Yeah, she's, she's real, real life. She's a real person. Hey, this Rooster Teeth <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Hulu Plus. With Hulu Plus, you get total control to watch thousands of shows wherever you want, whenever you want. Binge on full seasons and watch your favorite current shows like Community, South Park, SNL, Monday Night Raw, RVB. I heard about that show. And more. Right now, Rooster Teeth fans can get an extended free trial with Hulu Plus by going to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. That's <laughs> HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. I don't know how Gus is able to concentrate. And not point. Do the fingers. I'm pointing to the link that's written under you. Are you pointing to the link that's yeah. under me? See? Good link. You're so pretty. Jenna Marbles. That's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Is that really her? Yeah, it's Jenna Marbles. I, I need to see the picture again. Yeah, she's hot. And she's not 16. Nope. I think she's in hey, her mid-20s. I have annoying dogs. She's, uh, she's, been, uh, she's been around for a long time. Yeah, she did a... Uh, I, heard, I heard her dogs have her own show. She, her that, dogs she, have a Actually, deal. she did something really cool. She just came out with a line of plushies. 
for her dog. Yeah. A line of Kermit. She came out with a line of plushies, Mr. Marvel, to be sold to her dogs. Yeah, she's funny, dude. Seems like not a big audience. Dude, she used to be. Do dogs buy? Do dogs have credit cards? Mm-mm. Yep. Can dogs buy? Yep. Her dogs can buy. Why don't you have a pet? Go with her own line. Why don't you have a pet, Joel? Because you like cats so much, and you like dogs so much, and you have no pet. Cats have personality problems and hair. Goes over. The only cat that is, I can, Joe, Joe the cat is, he's different. Because he wants he's, to split a corgi. With I him. offered I like, to give you Joe the cat at one point. You wouldn't take him. Not had him for Because my a oldest while. kid's now allergic to him. But I'm so glad I didn't give him to you because now I've got but him. You, there you go. And it he's all awesome. worked out. Although, I just like my truck, he wait. now likes Ashley more than me, which is a big fat pain Everyone, in the everyone likes do. Ashley more than you. What's that? Not hard to do. Yeah, apparently that's a trend in my life. But it's a weird thing. Like, looking at you, I don't see cat hair on you. I don't have cat hair on me. How? He lives outside now. He's he an lives outdoor cat. Outside now. <laughs> Joel, Joel, I always wonder, every time you're with, I'm with you, I call him Joel the cat. Joe the cat actually has a problem in that he has cat acne. Catney. Catney? He has cat acne. Are you making up? No, he has cat acne. Uh-huh. He does. And that goes. Which apparently cats only get acne on their chin. On their chin. And he has acne on his chin. Uh huh. And he gets blackheads. So we you have should to... get a mix between a husky and a corgi. Oh my god! That's a real I saw dog. that. I saw crosses between wolves and corgis. Yes. Can Dude, you that imagine that? Made up. That's, that's, that's a photo no, no, There are others. If that's made up, I don't know. But there are other pictures. That's of... a real dog. Why would that no, be made up? The, you look, can, you can who's... get any dogs to shag each other. And have they make you ever dogs. looked up a picture of a bear when it's shaven? No. No, oh, that's look terrible. Why, you, why would you shave a bear? I don't know, but why would? That's well, cruel. It's the, it's the bears with the the cacme. But that trying to trying to. Pull a sled along would be really funny. It would be. There's. I saw some. There's some great looking um, corgi mixed wolf dogs out there that are better looking. That one is cute but weird. It, it's kind of stubby. It looks like yeah, cute but weird. Yeah, I would. That's, I would take that dog. Yeah, I guess I take him too. But yeah, I mean, short dogs. Short dogs are where it's at. We were talking about who we thought was really attractive. Go ahead. I thought. I thought Hayden. I'm, I'm not sure name. From here, Hidden... Panettiere. <laughs> so your Pan- love of dogs is very attractive. Like, yeah, attractive in women. I did. Is that what she I'm getting? A, is that, is that what you're saying? Short. short. The things you like in women are what you like in dogs. Is that really? I don't like where this is going. Do you no, like I don't women? know. I don't like it either, Joel. That's exactly the path you took us on. Lots of fur. Do you like women who can lick their own anus? Oh Jesus, Gavin. Gavin. We need like an anus counter for you on this podcast. He's got to. He's got to okay. take it somewhere. Only if they can pop it out. <laughs> <laughs> you can put it in your pocket. Take it to work. Then it's party on. Um, uh, have I have killed, really got to go to the bathroom. Have you ever killed Joel? Uh, Joel you're the host of the show. You took over for Gus. So Gus, being the never... host means you cannot go to the bathroom. Just don't think about liquid. Okay. All right. Now we're getting a little. Best part of my day. Looking at Jenna Marble. No, no. It, invading Joel's shot with Jenna Marble shots. Oh, she is. Everyone, everyone's for it. Oh, those yeah, there's a plushie dog. See, those yeah. are not real dogs. But of course they're not real dogs. I don't know why people would think they look like beanie babies. People could buy them and then pretend to be Jenna Marbles. She is going to be the third person to pass 10 million subs on YouTube. She's about to pass. Smosh has passed it. Machinima? Uh, I think Ryan Higa has passed it. No, no. Machinima's like... You know what is weird to me about the internet especially is just sort of like no, no matter how many people you think you know on the internet or videos or whatever, there's always some guy you've never fucking heard of him. Yeah. It's like, oh, you haven't heard of Ryan's frugal army? <laughs> Ryan's frugal army has got like 50 million views for this video yeah. every time. It's I, just like same with, always somebody. Same with Twitter as well. I'll see, I'll, see an account, I'll see an account with like 15 million followers and I've never heard of that person in my life. Yeah. No, it's only true with the internet. Yeah. 
like economists. I know all the economists. They just put up the uh, <laughs> no mall. Two filter just put up like the most viewed channels of June, and we're number eight. Number one is I'm not going to say this right. PewDiePie. 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 I've never seen anything from this guy. Really, Swedish dude. One like dude. Wildly popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a um, now machinima guy. He was with machinima. I shouldn't say he was a machinima guy. He was with the machinima network. He left, and now he's part of Maker. Maker has like a mm. game studio uh, that they have as part of the whole thing, and uh, Game Grumps are on that as well. But yeah, P- we were actually we were number five U.S. and that's across everything. That's across like one of the top so all channels the, above all us. All is the like a we have everything yeah. not as efficient as Jenna Marbles. What is that? I'm gonna look up on Vince. I think we are above her. So PewDiePie, is, PewDiePie, is that his name? PewDiePie. This is most subscribed. We're talking about no, most views. It's most views in June, I think. Right. I was talking about most subscribed. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Now is he? Is no. He, I correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'm correcting myself here. Jenna Marbles is going to cross 10 million. It's not uh, Ryan Higa who has 10 million. It's PewDiePie. Oh, PewDiePie wow. has 10.3 million subs. Smosh is 11.2 million subs. No, is and Jenna Marbles is 9.914. Is uh, PewDiePie allowed to go to the bathroom? I don't. Think, yes, Joel, you can go to the bathroom for Christ's sake. Disconnect. Why is he not allowed? To go? <laughs> I love you. I love you, Joel. How did that Harry Potter thing go? I want to talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. We can talk about we can talk about something else. Here. I want to talk about the Harry Potter thing. I want to talk about Barbara's surprise birthday party that we have. Brandon, are we allowed to talk about Barbara's surprise birthday party? Now that's Harry happened. Potter invited to that? It was a surprise. Is that okay, Brandon? Bog is up on that one. All right, thanks. <laughs> I got a thumbs up from Brandon. We're good. Why is he so red? So he's very red. He's excited. <laughs> look, at, look, look at look, he just shot you. <laughs> so Barb, her birthday was July second. Yes. And that fell, like, right in the middle of RTX prep. It fell on the move-in day for RTX. So Barbara was, like, walking around with a headset and a clipboard instead of celebrating her birthday <laughs> and getting her eye poked out. And uh, so we felt like – I was also going to do a 4th of July barbecue pool thing at my house. Well, like barbecue. I've made that joke before. Damn it. I'm sure she, like, like the moment it was said. Yeah. So she, my brain uh, instantly went but – then, But then it was July 4th. The very next day was the first day of RTX. Yeah. So get out Fourth of, is when we started. Get out of here. You're doing it so slow. You're <laughs> like, his face. Like, <laughs> that's the shift in space like creeping. Ever. So we were. <laughs> 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 so uh, I was going to have a party July 4th at my house. Uh, I didn't want to, though, because there were so many people here crunching to get the final renders of Ruby Episode 1 done. Yep. And there was a ton of people at the convention center that were getting ready for the event the next day. And I thought, damn it, if I have this thing at my house, I'm either going to like draw people away who are supposed to be working hard on something at the last minute, or yeah. there's going to be people who are doing the right thing and can't come to it and they're going to be pissed. And so I packed up my grill, came to the office, and we did like a full barbecue at the office. You put a lot of thought into that. Still leaving the people to come to ten, ten, <laughs> 10 years of management. I've learned to think around corners for how people are going to hate me. I've learned. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an acquired skill, trust me. Uh, but so we decided that we were going to throw you a surprise party the week weekend after RTX, we didn't tell you that. We told you were coming to a party, but then you showed up. Yeah, and it was a big surprise. You just basically uh, told me it was in replacement for that Fourth of July event uh, that you're going to have just your barbecue on Saturday, so more people could come. And I, I didn't think anything of it. This is fun. So you showed up, and you were legitimately surprised. Yeah, I and mean, I did the classic thing I always do to you whenever you're coming over is I tell you. You have to stop and pick up something that I forgot to get. Yeah, I always ask you, like, days before and then again on the morning of whenever I'm going to over to your house if you need anything. Because, you know, I'm a nice guest. My you parents, are? My parents raised me well. and uh, It's always the same thing. Shout out to yeah. the Dunkelmans. It's always limes. So, um, yeah, yes, you asked me to pick up limes. Mm-hmm. 
And so I did that. I actually called you at one point and asked you where I could get limes. I found them, so we're good. I showed up. Your front door was locked. So I went over to the back, but your gate was closed. Right. And this is a gate that, like, you don't just swing open. Like, it's a remote control needs to be open or something. Yeah. And then you show up and open the gate for me. And that was a big delay, Pat. Tactics so that people would know you were coming Looking in. Looking back on it now, it should have been Did you hear me talking? Like, oh, hey, Barb. It'll be a second. Barbara. Barbara. I said your name about a thousand times. <laughs> Let's go around the corner. <laughs> Barbara. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I, I turned around the corner and it was like at least 10 to 12 people there, all with like the little beep and balloons and streamers Why did everyone shit. beep? Well, we had what the, the, the... What are oh. those things called with the zip? With the... Yeah. yeah. Party <laughs> favors. I don't know. What's, what are those things called? I don't even know. Blowies. Blowy kazoos. Yeah, the ones that unfurl. And everyone's like, surprise! Now, what you didn't see was the night before, we had the bright idea that we were going to bake you a penis-shaped cake because we thought that was funny because Barbara's Barbara's thing is that she draws penises all the time. that is correct. That's a funny thing. So we thought we'd make you a penis-shaped cake. Except the two people that were going to make the cake, Miles came over to record the video that we did in Limbo and Ashley and Aaron, Miles' girlfriend, came, got together in my kitchen. And, and they were going to make a cake. And you guys, absolutely no offense, are the worst cake makers <laughs> on the planet. Right now, I am currently blogging about how great of a like, cake and pastry maker She I is, am. though. So I'm saving face here. I'm actually not that terrible when I'm by myself. So why'd you make a shit cake? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair... It probably takes a lot more skill to make a cake that not only looks like a dick, but also tastes, tastes like a dick. It was awful. It's easy to make a cake that oh, tastes... Oh, yes. No. yes look at they, they broke my mixer. What look, are they doing creep, to it? Look at it we, creeping up the mixer. Jesus. <laughs> Is there a, not a close encounter? Order. Is there a piece missing from that? <laughs> it's no, like, there's my mixer dying. Why <laughs> is that so yellow? What well... It? What was the big thing you guys claimed, Miles? Well, they said what? They put the ingredients in out of order. It's, no, no, no. Well, it's it's the bowl's fault. So we we. It's like bread. That's not because it was out of order. Because the bowls, we wanted to be all Martha Stewart and be really cute and put bowls like smaller bowls with the eggs and another smaller bowl with all the baking soda and smaller bowl with the flour. But it turns out that the flour like flour bowl was bigger than the sugar butter bowl. But we had to put the flour into the sugar butter bowl, and that's just not how it works. So we just dumped all the sugar butter in the flour Didn't bowl. Didn't you also use a different kind of salt accidentally? Yeah, we yeah. also used, like, the wrong salt, and also it turns out we weren't supposed to use that kind of food coloring, um, and, and there yeah, were a lot I, of things that went wrong. Turns out sea salt is a little more potent than table salt. <laughs> and you, we used, we doubled the mixture because this giant penis. Well, we if you're trying make to make a taste, it was, really, yeah, yeah. was a really big. So dish. it was like it was like that. We it had, was, we it had was a four chode. teaspoons of sea salt. It tasted like we used real dick ingredients. Yeah, it's it's made with it was. It was. Look, that that is a chode. Also, they're showing a picture right now. You guys don't know how big this thing actually was. If you guys could make a cake that could eject another cake. All right, easy. We were going to make it cream-filled, but we even like, See, I mean, that up. So. I like the fact that uh, at some up. point, the end, the, the tip kind of fell open, and it was blood red inside. Yeah. It was like a yeah, gonorrhea chode cake. Yeah, we, we, uh, we made it red velvet because we figured that people are dark red on the inside. We wanted to be realistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was really, really, 
really realistic cake. That's kind of except it wasn't a realistic cake because it didn't taste like cake. It tasted like a big dense loaf of bread. Was, All right, it was a really realistic dick. According to Miles, it had pockets of goodness. Yeah. Pockets of really bad news. Like pockets of bad news. Kind of pockets of goodness. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. The goodness that was where the chocolate was. I ended up mixing this thing with my hand because we did break the mixer. I had a red hand for a while. It's it was now. pretty gross. She had I had to, to, go, she had I had to, to go get a hand job. I had to go out and buy another mixer in the middle of all this. I had to run out and like buy a separate. So what did it do? Did the dick get sucked up into the motor? It was of the... like, it, Gavin, it was like the stickiest. Like you make cake better and you're like, oh, I want to taste that. It didn't look like that at all. It looked like <laughs> like bread dough that rises. It looked like that. And it was sticky. It stuck to everything. Like it wrapped tendrils around the mixer and then got up on, in the motor. Is that what Wait, you, there it is. Is that it, why you got me a different cake? Yeah. That's with, why I went out and bought you a separate cake. With probably my look favorite. Like oh, potato it looks salad. like vomit coming in there. But we also discovered <laughs> something about this, which is everyone's all gaga for red velvet. And what was the first thing we discovered about red velvet? The thing that's really disappointing about red velvet is that the only thing that makes it red is food coloring, which apparently also makes otherwise chocolatey cakes taste bitter. Really so, you know, we use, I don't know why it's a thing. It's bottles. just chocolate cake. It's just chocolate cake. With red food coloring. That's all red velvet is. Really? So when people say they really like red velvet cake, what they're really saying is they like the taste of red food coloring. And that's no, it. Like the bitterness of red food coloring. Yeah, which apparently is like, it, it also makes it into a loaf of like, Horrible bread cake. This, so, is, this is the basis F, for all French F's cooking. For, for cake making. I, I loved it. Thank I reckon they get a D. You didn't eat any of it. You told me not to. I like I liked the effort that went me, into it. You told me not to. <laughs> he told me not to. He's like, don't try it. Don't try it. Like, I went I went out. I, I went to a bakery, Joel, and I got Barbara a separate like sheet cake to get her for her birthday. Something edible that people could eat. I ran out and got it. And because I always talk to Barbara in nonsense, they said what the person said. I said, I want a message on the cake. And the lady goes, oh, and she hands me, like, a piece of paper and a pen, and I write it down, and I wrote, happy – Harpy Blarb Day Fnarb. And, and I handed that to the lady, and the lady looks at it and goes, nods and looks at me, and I she say, just wrote herpes. Yeah, and I wrote – I said to her, I said, I said, it's nonsense, but it just, just makes – Just write herpes. I said, just write exactly what's on there. And she goes, like that. And I said, it doesn't make any sense. The words don't make any sense, but the, the lady just keeps nodding at me like this, and I go – you don't speak English, do you? She goes, no. <laughs> so it's like, I was just being lost. Explanation. Maybe, she didn't give a shit maybe anyway. Maybe she understood it. Like, yeah. maybe it was another maybe language you wrote, and you didn't know. You wrote she, in Russian. She's from Oregon. It probably was like, I'm robbing your bank. The, be- the best thing about that weird dick kick, though, is that the more they moved it and the longer time had on it, like, affected it, it started to, like, collapse in places. But in the perfect spots, like the tip kind of fell in and it looked like a bell end. And then, knew, like, the cake knew. I think I sent yeah. Chris a picture of it. Uh, and then, like, kind of m- melty. The middle, email. the middle started, like, it ruptured in a way that, like, a giant vein moving down. So it's like, it rotted in a way yeah. that made it way I mean, more accurate. If you're a dude, it's like, I don't even know how to start. I mean, like, a dick cake. Ha ha ha. Jokes, jokes, jokes. <laughs> Could that be a shirt? I mean, dick cake. Yay. I appreciated it. I know. I mean, it's it's a it's a you, thing where guys find it funny. The cake guys are laughing. Chicks think it's funny. Yeah. Ha ha ha. You, you're a chick. You think it's funny. Ha ha ha. You can compare it to a vagina cake and how it's not. funny. But no one jokes about vaginas. <laughs> no, nobody does. <laughs> vaginas. That, that's where I was going. Does. But right. like, that is off limits. Vaginas aren't funny. What's that? Vaginas aren't. They're not funny. funny. That you. Well, Ellen DeGeneres is funny. Are you calling her? A <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. 
What? This is like, but okay, imagine the, like la- the, the, your female subscription page. It's like imagine like abandoning sorry, ship. Imagine like a mystery door about this big. Please say something good. Just please say something good. Please, please just say anything good. Puppies and kids. There we go. Am anything I, at all. Just just abandoning ship. I'm on saying this. you open the door like an go. advent calendar. If it's a penis, just hanging in there. A. If it's a vagina, it's like. Oh. <laughs> It's just not funny. Well, I, I can't tell I, you. Like, I, if I'm unwrapping, if I'm unwrapping a package, I much would rather see a vagina. Really? Than a dick. Yes. I think a vagina on its own. Gavin, if you're in a situation where you're unwrapping a package, <laughs> yeah. People want this on a shirt now. By the way. Oh, here comes Chris. Chris, Chris what do you got? Chris is mad. Oh, dick jokes. Chris, you came out with purpose. Dick, jo- dick jokes. I think he's just fixing something. So, why does Chris have a small? You guys door? are girls. Vagina is not funny. I'm saying a vagina on its own isn't funny. Unless it has, like, what a little cigar. What does that mean? Like a freestanding like one? Like a dick. There we go. That's <laughs> it. A little more melting. See, there's the collapse on the end that makes it look accurate. <laughs> what kind of dicks are you looking at? Wait, why is a banana there? Is that for, like, scale? <laughs> what is that? To feel like why is there a banana there? But, oh, I, a guy at Thundercloud, the sub place, told me to try something. And he said, wrap bananas in bacon and grill them. How oh, wow. They Genius. Were, they were awesome. They were good. Did you try one? Yeah, I did. They were so good. They were so good. God, we went, to a, God we went to a freaking bar across the street, and uh, they ordered a bucket of bacon. Yeah, what is That's that? That's it. A fucking bucket Woodrow. of bacon. Woodrow's has it now. Yeah. It kind of made me angry. Why? Why? Because you want to eat the bucket of bacon? It's like, it's just sort of like this is the top of Western civilization. We can't possibly, there's nowhere to go from there. Once you have a, the bucket of bacon, where do you go from there? I, we went and saw Despicable Me bathroom? too. I took the kids to see Despicable Me too. That was good. And at one point, Gru, the main dude in that, is at a party, a Cinco de Mayo party, and they put a tortilla hat on him where the, the brim is filled with guacamole, so he breaks off pieces of it and then has guacamole. Actually, that was the greatest thing in the world, right? We both leaned in together. We go, both, well, I want Wouldn't one of those Wouldn't it go soggy? Uh, That's good. I want a guacamole <laughs> hat. But you saw, speaking of movies, you saw, and ladies, thank you. I'm sorry you're terrible at making cakes. But better luck next time. That okay. was delicious. Thanks for coming. That was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> nice talking to you. When, when can we look forward to the new cooking show? All yeah, right. I'm not sure about that. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> it was canceled. Somebody, somebody said, in your defense, red velvet cakes are the hardest cakes to make. But in our defense, How can they didn't red actually make a cake. the hardest cake? <laughs> I don't know what they made. Well, how can you already probably it's a covered piece of this? Cake to make a pretty how cake. can that be the hardest cake to make? You just make you a cake and you add red food color yeah. into it. How's that the hardest? Uh, I don't yeah. know. The way you got to do it. The I way you got to do it. Somebody's asking me, did I, I wrap the bananas in bacon? Did I do that with the banana skin still on? Yeah, because I'm a fucking idiot. That's what I did. I grilled Delicious. bananas with the skin on, and then we ate those. Wait, did you already try this? Yeah, yeah, we did it. Oh, you? We wrapped, did it. The thing. How'd that work out? You should have come. Did it not work? No, yeah, it was I didn't really hear about Bro, it. It was great. We went party. swimming. Nobody told me. <laughs> we did you come swimming. swimming. We did go swimming. Come for a swim. Would you have an issue eating a banana if it was identical to a penis? Like if it had two <sighs> no, banana balls. Probably not. I think he's asked this question before on the podcast. Probably not. It'd it's pretty close already. Yeah, it is. I yeah, would eat more I just, bananas. It even has the upwards curve. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm stop. So you, you, you got such a smile on again. Talk to me for a second about this banana. You got a banana. Cut it up. Bacon around it. Da, da, da. Cut it up into like a bana- regular sized banana. Cut it up into three <laughs> pieces. Why would you cut it up? Why wouldn't I? All right. You you I got one piece of bacon around it. You put a toothpick through it. Uh-huh. And then you do what? And then grill it. And then you grill it. That's it. And how did it turn out? 
Great. You know Why'd you make had... a cake out of that? Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> but on a bacon cake. They're not even listening to me. And we yeah, had red food coloring. Listen, they, they just bitter. make a bacon There's cake. There's a lot of great food at that Next time. You bacon guys has structure. Stuff. It's structurally sound. It's the it's the strongest shape in the in the galaxy. Is that right? The triangle. Well, you can weave. Bacon them. is a triangle. How is a triangle? Strongly strong. Just go with it. It's bacon. Bacon. Don't don't fuck don't fuck it up. It's anus never pops out. Why are you pointing? Am I in trouble? Hey, am I in trouble for the vagina joke? No. Yeah. Did you hear it? It was an anti joke. We can cut it. Yeah. Right. Off of the live podcast. We cut the stream. Uh, All right, hey, uh, no so no people want to know, Gavin, you're the only person here who has seen Pacific Rim. What did you think of Pacific Rim? Well, I, I was not excited about the movie because the trailer... Everyone says it's great. Yeah, the trailer looked dumb. Trailer looks dumb. Yeah, but... It has the lady's voice from Portal in it. Did they change her voice out? No, and that also barely in the movie. I got to tell you, before you get onto the story, I worked on a commercial for a company and where she... for I got to work with GLaDOS. Yeah. And I have... I can't even talk about it. I got That's a bunch a of raw story. footage of her talking. Thank oh, God you started the story, yeah, so Joel. Happy. Thank God you started a story that you can't finish. Can't start it wouldn't finish. be a Joel she, appearance she's if an you didn't opera have that. Singer, isn't she? She sings. I don't, I don't know, know, but I have all this footage of her talking about like stuff. And is she doing it in the voice? The question was, I can't Joel. ever share it with anyone. It's awesome. It's I want to come to your office and hear it's it. It's the greatest fucking thing ever. It's phenomenal. The question is, how funny was her vagina? That's what everybody wants <laughs> right, to know, I think. Now All tell right, the so rest of the story. Pacific Rim? Otherwise, you're leaving with that. How was the vagina okay. in Pacific Rim? So I went into that movie not expecting anything decent, and I was entertained. That- it is a Benicio Del Toro movie. Yeah. He's an actor, right? No. <laughs> it's Guillermo Del Toro. Guillermo Del Toro. All the TV and film people here all If they make a porno, could be called laughing. Pacific Rim Job? It's, what? Stop! It's just <laughs> we we have got. Well, to I get miss Gus so much right now. I never thought I'd say that. I just miss Gus so much. I want him back. I want him back right it's away. Just giant robots punching giant aliens for two hours, but it's entertaining. I think the 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 scale of them, how they made them feel big. Like there's there's one shot in the trailer where one of them comes flying over a bridge and it tries to steady itself, but it's got so much momentum it's like sliding across the street. They did a good job of that, and I think it's better than Transformers. Stories, you know, just. A little old gob, but yeah, well, it's robots fighting. Monsters. It's robots fighting aliens. That's that enough. Came out of the ocean. What else do you need to know, yeah. right? Yeah. Although Charlie Day from Always Sunny's in it, and he's top. Is he good? Charlie Day's in it. I like him. Yeah. You Is know he... that guy actually had a pretty decent career before he got the part on Always Sunny. Oh, did he? He was the voice of the IFC channel. Like he was the host. What? Well, oh. wait, was he the voice of the host? He was like the voice, like on all the like the. I don't know if there's a host for it, but you know, it's like when they ah, show when they watch would sh- people wrestle. Ah, <laughs> that guy who was wrestling on the Independent <laughs> Film Channel. What's the fuck? So ah, I had to see the week. UFC. Ah. The the uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he he did that, and uh, I think he then landed. He knew those guys and, and landed that role, which is a great see, role. I'm fucking. But did you see him as anything but Charlie the whole time you were no, watching? I was just like, wow, Charlie Day stood next to Ron Perlman in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the tough thing about playing a popular character like that on a show that popular. I do like the main, uh, well, one of the main dudes, Idris Elba, who we've talked about a lot. He was in The Wire. He was in The Office. He was in uh, Thor. What the hell was his name in The Wire? A great name. Stringer, Stringer Bell. Stringer Bell, yeah. Well, yeah. But he's always, this is the first movie I've seen him in where he actually does his real accent. Because he's from London. In the trailer, though, he has that horrible line, which is, we are canceling the, the apocalypse. apocalypse. That's just... It's terrible. You've got to motivate your troops. Although, you did tell me something when we were talking about it. You didn't give me any spoilers, but you said that it was giant robots fighting giant things, and you could tell what was going on. 
Yeah. And that was always my complaint about Transformers. Because it's a load see. of old. Like, Transformers got ridiculous. Like, that well, was that shot where... The guy, you know, I don't know what to say. If you're the guy, you're sitting at your desk and you're like, hey, Dan, we need you to turn this fucking truck into a robot. Yeah. Go. And just sort of like, yeah, all right, the truck stands up and then fucking the thing tucks under. Then some bullshit happens. Robot. <laughs> I, I understand that. Like, I don't want to have to mechanically engineer Yeah, but with the toys, truck. the toys, you could do that. I they guess, car would I guess you could, but it's like, that's also a lot of bullshit there where... Nah, they can... here have a... you have Transformer robot toys? <laughs> <laughs> you have an army where you... Well, actually... No, there's just too much going on in Transformers. I guess you could use the actual engineering from the actual toys and then flower it up a bit. Yeah, that was just... But, but, but maybe but because those moves aren't cool or neat no, or anything. No, you say in the, in the cartoon show and in the toys, you what? start with a truck... You start with a truck. And a robot turns, turns into a vagina. It turns into a robot. <laughs> no a funny robot. It's funny. A funny robot that still looks like it came from a truck. <laughs> yeah. The the stuff in the movies doesn't look like it. It turns but into the, iron filings and then comes back in the shape of a I'm, robot. I'm okay with it. Because uh-uh. in Transformers. Yeah, I'm okay. I don't give a fuck. I just it's they're fucking truck robots. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah. care. They're fucking truck robots. I will not, say not, not that I mean not that if there's a if there's a step forward here in visual effects. That makes that that's good. Not against it. Looking forward to seeing it. Gonna watch it. Didn't have a problem with the transformer. Yes, yeah. there, there is a lot of dumb, annoying stuff that I would say because the, the scale of these robots is absolutely ginormous. Like they they're stood in the head, but these things are huge. Right. But you get really annoyed because all they do to the aliens, except for the main one, is pick up the alien and throw them, and it's like. You know That's what? not going to damage this it. Is, and then, again, uh, the- I, I'm totally with you here. Like, I worked on shows where I'm a mythical demon yeah. from the past future demon guy. It's like, oh, how's he going to attack someone? Oh, I'm going to punch you. Yeah. It's just sort of like, no, I'm a vampire. I'm going to punch you. But there's, there's one part in the movie. I, I, it's, it's a spoiler for, like, one part. But basically, Wait. they've been punching the whole time. And, like, one will throw an alien into the sea again and just gets up. It's like, you can't just throw an alien into the sea where it came from because it's not hurting it. But then there's one point where... One of the robots gets into a tricky situation, and, and they're like, we're screwed. And all of a sudden, there's like a little icon, and it just says sword. And one of them's like, wait, we can use the sword. And they pull out a sword, <laughs> and they start slicing the alien. It's like, you had the sword the entire time. Why were you just picking up and throwing it? Use the sword always. Maybe I had to unlock it. Yeah. Like they had to level up to so level far. Up. <laughs> and then they could get the upgrade. And, and you just get annoyed by stuff like that. <laughs> it, let me ask you a question, too, because in the trailers, it, sh- it shows the people piloting the robot, and it looks like they're all playing DDR, like in a row. Yeah. Is that kind there's, of what it, how it comes across? There's, there's a, they're strapped into a big thing in the head. All right. Plus Monty's back. Monty, have you watched Pacific Rim? No, but Gavin, shut the fuck up. <laughs> why, why? What's wrong with it? All right. I'm an animator. I, know, I came for pizza. I know about this stuff. Monty, listen... I have a truck. I need you to turn that truck into a robot. Here's, here's, here's some of the things that's it's why it's hard to make Transformers. That's why it's okay to make Pacific Rim. Gavin, I love you, by the way. Um, when you have a six-foot piece of metal, right, it needs to rotate into place. If they, would try to, if they were to stay true to the design of the original toys, a six-foot piece of metal that weighs about a ton can't rotate into place and needs to to transform like it classically did. Yeah, that would be unrealistic. So they have to... <laughs> So they have to generate rules, essentially, that's why the Transformers look the way they do, where they break them up into smaller pieces, because essentially you're taking that mass Wait and shifting it into, in, into a more finite transition. Well, how I have an issue it? with this. I have an issue with this. You're saying <coughs> the animators constructing a CG robot on a movie screen 
They still have to the more rules than the person making an actual physical product. But the, the actual physical prob- product we're dealing with is this small. So therefore, the weight there, the, the theoretical weight yeah, we're the dealing with. Yeah, but the movement would be the same. The movement would not be the same. A Why? Piece this small does not move the same. Okay, if, this if this a one-inch piece of plastic slides against another yeah, one, but that and one it does inch, this, the mass is different. So it has to travel at a different velocity. And the thing about transformers is they have to uh, we, roll, wow. uh, transform and roll out, and it can, you can't happen have that happen in under a second. When the piece is like six feet long. Oh wow, we actually have. Well, what you what you mean oh, is is like for an audience to believe yeah. exactly the, the thing the thing the thing that's frustrating about this level of CG these days is especially when we're taking older titles and making them new is they think oh it has to look photoreal it has to be lit realistically they forget <clears throat> that it also has to behave and move so, realistically. So the problem with movies, the limiting force on movies is the fucking audience. Yeah, kind of. They're asking for things that are kind okay, of impossible. They do stuff in movies all the time that they're audiences. not like. Isn't it time we fucking Let eliminated me I don't know audiences from movies? <laughs> Always fucking everything. I'm just going. I mean, the, the, larger, the larger answer is let's make something that isn't limited by these, these rules you have we to make the sound the effects. There we go. Right? I literally can't even begin to do this. Where the hell did you get that? I know. That? I, we I tried for about two seconds you, to figure it out. Where did you get that from? I can't believe we have Optimus Prime just lying around. This is a really well-constructed story. And you don't know how to turn into a robot. Are you surprised by that? Yeah. Oh. I'm not surprised. You see part. what what Bernie is doing right now? Boring. Yeah. <laughs> see if that if that was I'm now going to turn into a robot. Hang on, I put this thing. Fucking Joel, do you remember the knockoff? <laughs> do you remember the knockoff Transformers in the eighties? Uh, Robo, Robo, the Gobots. Gobots. Yeah. Oh, look at this! I'm making, I'm making progress here. So yeah, this is this is a this is boring. This is a boring process. Yeah, it is. But I'm saying I don't I don't I, Monty. I gotta I gotta disagree with what you're saying there because you know if if. The CG artists can basically do whatever they want to. What do we care if it doesn't match with physics? How do we know that? Because if it like it, it looks realistic, it, it's lit yeah, realistically. It. If it doesn't move realistically, then it'll take you out of the performance. I, I agree. So what you're saying, I, if they did that, like the toy does, it would look like a small toy. It would, exactly. It, if it, it, if it, okay. If it looks I, like, I agree completely with what you're saying. Like I have a problem. I have a. I get hung up like when the guy is falling from the tall building. He's falling, 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 and then someone comes and intercepts him. Okay, that interception, that's going to kill him. It's, it's worse than hitting the ground. I mean, there's... Because now th- you have a, an opposing force. Like, I can't but buy Joe, that. But, Joe, when you're talking about something like that, you're talking about Iron Man being intercepted by the Hulk. It's like, are you using your suspension of disbelief completely at the fucking... No, no, that's no, no, no you're, you're, you're right. It isn't reality that you're looking for in movies. It's called dimensionality, where it's the implied believability. Yeah. Barbara doing this is way more interesting <laughs> than me doing it. I also don't believe in people. <laughs> so... So, what do you say? Pacific Rim, yes or no? I would see it if it's you like room. watching big stuff get smashed by bigger stuff. It's Rubox. Who doesn't <laughs> like that? Thank you, Monty. See, they all they should have had one Transformer in the movie not able to like fully. And he's like, ah, oh, goddammit. <laughs> now, <laughs> fuck, now I'm all fucking... He has to fucking drive into it. Dragging around. He has to drive around a corner just to spend <laughs> a long God time. Damn it. Like. Were the Power Rangers giant... Did they, when they became, like, did they fight giant yeah, they yes. monsters? They, they got bigger and all that? Well, when they, they clicked all went. together. They weren't giant themselves. They, they made that big. That went she, together. She, he's, she's telling us. You don't have to interrupt. She's, what, you're saying the wrong thing. Hey, Gab, they she's were, saying when they, they clicked big. together. They were yeah, big. They, they would form together to make, I forget the name Are of Are you it. fucking up Voltron? Megazord. Okay. And they so, would go fucking, it it's sounds morphin' like time. Jump on Miles, if you know what the hell you're talking about, jump on there. I can hear Brandon in JJ's headset screaming. The Zords. Yeah, well, they would, make their, they would make their Zords and they would click together. Power Rangers is first two minutes. Hey, we're high schoolers. We're at school. This is cool. Then Rita Repulsa up on the moon. Oh, I hate the Power Rangers. Go blue lion in gold armor. Go fuck this shit up. 
Blue Lion and Gold Armor comes down and starts fucking shit up. Power Rangers put on their suits. They fight them. Maybe they win. Maybe they lose. Doesn't matter. Rita's going to do the same thing, which is make my monster grow. She does some bullshit magic. Blue Lion and Gold Armor gets enormous. Magic. Power Rangers like, oh, we're fucked. Oh, no, wait. No, we're not. We have these giant robots that are each a different prehistoric What creature. about the giant sword, Miles? Do they have a giant sword? They did have a giant sword. And sometimes there was a dragon and sometimes there was a turtle, but that was only if you play the flute. Anyways. Was Benicio Del Toro in it? <laughs> Should have been. What I want to know about Power Rangers is, on a regular basis, that entire town was obliterated by giant robot fights, and then they went to school the next day, and that bothered me, even as a child. But Could I hear your best I, Alpha I 5 like, impression? The, like, the most impressive thing of Power Rangers, to me, like, I was already 40 when Power Rangers came along, <laughs> so I, I, you know, I was just sort of like, I was like, what in the fuck is going on here? They're taking piece of shit footage from Japan and mixing it with shooting live action, I've worked on Power Rangers for one week. You did? I did. I won't talk were, about it. You were the green one, but then they realized you were meant to be the yellow one. And they had to redo the whole thing. I didn't get to pay that much. But it was... Yep. I just... It was like, is this what we're doing now? Like, production costs are just like... We can contain everything to the point where we have some bullshit footage from the 70s yeah. from Japan. We're just going to use that shit, and then we're going to shoot live action with some... What are they doing over there? I think it's a, I think it's a great <laughs> idea. Just found, using found footage. Did you know it's, there's a there's a we're talking about like YouTube stuff all day today. You know Toby Turner's show that he was on, uh, Cute Win Fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, that wasn't Toby Turner's show. He was the hired host of that show, and he was actually fired from that show. You know where he was let go or whatever you want to say. Uh, I think like November or October of last year. You know what that show was? Cute Win Fail and continues to be. Uh, that's Vin DeBono Productions. That's America's Funniest Home Videos. And they repurposed that footage and turned it into a YouTube show. So he didn't start, wasn't that on his channel? Though? No, that wasn't but his show. But he still does it now. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do the show. Oh, he, they might have hired him back and I might not be aware of it. But uh, Toby hasn't hosted that show, I don't think, since late last year. Brian Cranston also on Power Rangers. Brian Cranston was on Power Rangers. Wow. Yep. That was, JJ wrote for about 10 minutes. That's he what we're all looking at said off it. screen. He could have just fucking said Brian Cranston was on Power Rangers. Yeah, look at him now. At any point in time. We were all like, he's like, who, <laughs> JJ, huh? JJ, who else is on Power Rangers? But write it on the board. Get out, no, no get you got to write it on the board. Get out the pen. JJ, you got to write it on the board. Heyman. I was getting concerned because they were writing the double for so gold long. Ranger. I was like, fuck, did we say something wrong? Rangers. Did, were we not supposed to talk about vaginas? Yeah, the, 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 the writing board has to be for official stuff. Like, we're all ready to, like, adjust our mics. I was like, like that. fuck, are we all fucked now? Yeah. Fuck it over? Are we fucking do? have to save the ranger sword on. Barbara, don't fucking talk like that again. <laughs> My alpha Should impression. we just communicate entirely with giant whiteboards? I think we should just have We'll have a new podcast. Yeah. Now, this show is actually run by Bloomberg, right? <laughs> this podcast. Brandon, yeah. stop sending me stupid... Brilliant. Go fuck okay. yourself. Oh, right. Go fuck yourself on the board. That's not quite. That's, thanks, now, now that's an official instruction. Why, is there, fuck why did now. you not draw a penis on there? It's Give going that. to Give now. JJ, board. where's the, the effort? Give me the board. Give me the board. <laughs> I want the board. The, uh, I, I would like Brandon a board also. Brandon also just wanted to text Chaos. me. He just messaged me. Oh, you're racing it. What's the point? I don't want the board if you're going to race it. I was going to show you what you wrote. Now it's just a whiteboard. But uh, Brandon just wrote me to let me know that, from this is from the control room, the girl from Crow 2 was also in Power Rangers. What the fuck what? does that mean? Who cares? Also, the girl from what? Crow 2 was in the Power Rangers. Nobody saw either of those fucking things, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, watch out. The girl from the Crow 2 made a huge cameo. That was fucking amazing. Everybody tune in for that. 
This episode is brought to you by Square by Squarespace. It's Squarespace. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, an all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create professional website, blog portfolio, and online store or stores. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code ROOSTERTEETH7. That's like ROOSTERTEETH with the number seven, not with like, you don't have to write seven out, and then not a number sign. It's just... All right, it's just Rooster Teeth 7. There's just there's no, no number sign, and you don't write out. Someone help me. Oh, you're figuring out. What are you doing over there? See, this is... I See, I felt you, like I was going to break it every time I tried to make it into something. How do you... Where's his head? I kept trying to figure that out. See, where is his head? See, this would make a much better movie. <laughs> It'd be funny if Optimus Prime spent one t- entire movie just muffled because he couldn't get his damn head out. <laughs> we it would be like they, the Voltron and the, <laughs> they get him, they're going to shoot each other, and then, but they can't quite. Oh, jeez. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's what you're supposed to do. Oh, it is? Hey. That's what you're supposed to do. Or not. So this Rooster broadcast is brought to you by Transformers. What's a promo? Transformers. You can get a special promo code at roosterteethtransformers.com. So we've talked about in the past. Uh, Gus and I have talked about like hosting things uh, from websites that we made. Have you ever done anything like that? Have you ever constructed a website on your own? No. Really? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't ever do it for like acting portfolio or anything like that? Mm-mm. Really? Ga- Gavin, you? I mean, did you ever, uh, you ever hosted anything on your own? Because you, you, slow mo guys, you put up on YouTube to begin with, right? Yeah. And you never made like a. There's no slow mo guys website. It's is there? weird with like YouTube. There is. And... It just redirects to YouTube though. I don't. I don't care about websites. Really? I, I can't be bothered with the maintenance of it. Just because what you don't know how to do it, basically. Yeah. I'm not so you never thought about. But you never thought about the the impact of like if like I've always said for Rooster Teeth, we always want to have a place where people can go that they know Rooster Teeth will always exist, independent of like. That makes sense. YouTube because RVB is a narrative thing, and they can discuss characters and stuff. My stuff's just two dumb idiots in lab coats blowing stuff up. But, well, That's a good point. It's easy, it's easy to say that, though, but your show has an audience. It has a huge audience. I mean, you have you, – your highest view count on YouTube is higher than any video on the Rishi channel. What's the water balloon up to? 32 million at this point? It's like 36 million. 36 million. See, blowing stuff up, that has a broad appeal. If you could capture even a portion of that, though, I'm saying, it's like on your own site – and then you could, like, launch new things and put it on there. It's, uh, I've always thought it was a good strategy. I don't know. It was only ever a side project for me. Like, I never did it full time. I always had another job while I did it. Right. So I never went all out on that side of it. I just like to put videos up and get well known for it. It was just for the visa. That's I what. think you're going to be seeing more of this now. I think more people are waking up to that where they, they are having their own sites. I think it's a good thing. And their own destinations. I think yeah. it's a great thing. Yeah. And I, and I think, well, look too. What it did for you guys? I know. What's that? Look what it did for you guys. It did. did. I think a lot of people kind of question, like, how are we able to sustain yeah. as a company? Like people hear that we have 58 employees and like, how is that even possible? You know, cause they might watch one or two of our shows and not see the full breadth of everything we're working on. And a big part of that is the fact that we have a website and we have a destination uh, that allows us to like launch products, launch new shows, things like that. And those are know? always like the most passionate and dedicated fans who are on that website. That, cause that they stick around for a longer time. Absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely true. And it's like, it seems it, like that's a good place to build an audience from. Definitely. I know, I know right now, like, Facebook is huge, Twitter's huge, and YouTube are huge. Like, if you're going to put something up on, in a video space, you almost have to put it up on YouTube. But um, eventually that will change. It, yeah. it, the internet always moves on. It always does. Um, it may take longer for some more ingrained things, but that will happen. Do you know where I put my first videos? Where? Stage 6. They, the Divix site. Yeah. Yeah. That's remember crazy. That? Yeah. I do remember that. I remember that very well. The, uh... 
the like some of the stuff, some of our behind the scenes stuff, we used to put on Vimeo. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we had, I don't that know was why. Like RT Life before there was RT Life. The reason yeah. was is that before 2007, YouTube was crap. People forget that it, it looked like toss. What? Right. You, it was four by three. Two thousand six. Two thousand five. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like you know, Twitter's been around forever, yeah. and it just took forever to catch on. Like, what year do you think Twitter started? What year did you first hear about it as a random guest? I, see, I'm always... I'm, 2010. I was definitely late. I would oh, say 2006. Is when you first heard about Twitter? No, it's probably when I'm guessing when I it mean, started. I mean, it started yeah. here at South by Southwest is when they announced it, right? That was when it got like a, like a cultural zeitgeist. Really? Yeah. They didn't... It was here. See, I, 2008? Foundation date. Twitter started March 21st, 2006. Wow. So to put in perspective, it started when we were in season three of Red vs. Blue. I can't even imagine – I can't imagine going into a room and trying to sell venture capitalists on, all right, I've, people can only have 140 characters. Yeah. Yeah. Totally makes, money. I need in hindsight, it totally makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just – it's but it took it's, a while for it to catch on. Like, I remember not really thinking too much about Twitter until two, it's like, still two lame years ago, there. maybe. How did you first hear about it? Uh, from Rooster Teeth, actually. I think they mentioned, like, follow us on Twitter somewhere, and I created a Twitter, and I made one post in a year, Yeah, I think, and then... Major Nelson. That's where I heard about it for the first time. Yeah. yeah he's, Major, Major he's Nelson was using Twitter. I do feel like Facebook won in the cool war, though. I think... I, people who are cool have Facebook, but I think losers I think go that, for Twitter. I think that you're smoking crack. Yeah? Yeah. Why? You just said Facebook won the cool war? And you cool. said losers go to Twitter? Like, uh... There are hot girls who have Facebook that don't have Twitter, is what I'm saying. Like that's mo- just his measurement for everything. Well, what else would you measure, measure stuff measurement? with? What do you mean? If I mean, wh- you can measure on engagement. You, know, you can measure had, on impact. I, I, I think you're Twitter, hot chicks. You can't measure it. cool. That's I literally think if girls it. like it. It's all right, right? But it can't be your measurement for everything. Like, do you like burritos? Like, never seen a hot girl eat a burrito. No, I don't like burritos. <laughs> Well, it that, tastes wonderful, but they're terrible because hot girls don't eat them. I mean, so what can't cool? Be, What's they, cool to you? That can't be your measurement all, for every just, single why, thing. Why Gabby? do you make decisions? What? The <laughs> girls, girls, right? This is like the same dude arguing with himself when he's with that. like 18 and when he's 40. Every it's like, decision it's like that. Every decision I make Listen, is to indirectly get a girl change. to like me. That will change. <laughs> That's that so will totally sad, change. Gavin. Why? Oh Okay, I can tell you something right now. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you, think people, do you think girls don't like you? What? Do you think girls don't like you? Do you think that? I mentioned a lot of girls I, don't like me. I like this, you, Gavin. But this is the thing. If there were no girls on planet Earth, I wouldn't even bother getting out of bed, ever. I wouldn't do anything. Because you wouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, if, if they were wiped out, I would have no reason for living. Yeah, I would be pretty depressed too if half the population was wiped out in one but day. But the rest, I'd be a little disappointed <laughs> by that. But would you even bother trying to be successful after that? What's that? The yeah, well, no, no, no. Bernie is driven by burritos. I, I, I didn't go <laughs> to that. Like, there were no burritos. That's Listen, how much if women are hot or not if they eat burritos. Twitter, <laughs> Twitter is the greatest thing ever. I love it's Twitter. Not cool, I though. think that it is the most effective. It is the is the most effective thing ever before RTX. I literally had – I had these dudes – I have, like, these hedge fund managers. I had hedge fund managers following me. Mm-hmm. I had a guy who's running, like, a multi-billion dollar company. I had, like, seven of them following me, retweeting me. I was like – one of them retweeted Jesus, me just before – it's because I'm fucking right, and they know I'm right. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I have one of them retweet me just before we went on to Bloomberg, and I'm like, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. 
this is all before RTX. Yeah. Then I went into RTX. I started tweeting RTX fucking penis, penis vagina bullshit for four days. Now none of them are following me. They unfollowed you. And I'm like, I'm depressed. You didn't tweet anything like crazy during RTX? I walked down what did you to my autograph session. Yeah. And there's like Barbara is like, hi, Joel. We're so happy to see you. And like my table with a giant fucking okay. penis. A that, giant fucking penis right across my table. That did happen, table. but that's because Joel was two hours late to his autograph session. Probably not his fault. I'm not saying it is. <laughs> two hours. I'm saying it's probably from whatever you're filming. And how does my late. penis being represented... I'm just and kidding. We were, me and Kara were there, and we were talking to the fans who were waiting in line for, at that point, three hours to just see you. So we Still don't how she sees she's going to get from this to drawing a penis. And the, so there's an autograph table that Joel was going to sit at that was next to ours. And as payback to being late for two hours... Everyone's like, draw a penis, draw a penis. And I'm like, I'm going to draw a penis. This is what your life has become. See, you did this to yourself. You yeah. see, you're like, ha ha, tee hee, I like penises. And now fans are going to be like, look, I got this tattoo for you. It's going to be like a penis on his forehead. Yeah, hey, that's look. what they're going to do. Why are you pointing to your leg and say forehead? I don't know. <laughs> because this is weirder to point to. Could you make a face look like someone else's face if you had their face tattooed on your face? Their face tattooed. No one, no one is gonna fall for that. I, <laughs> like if I had your, a picture of you no, no. here, would it work? No. Why? Because it would be creepy. It would just like, all right, be like kind does of uncanny valley. Kind does, of does anyone have a marker? Well, you can't draw your face. I can draw my face. Can you draw your face. I'm gonna draw my face on top of your face right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh. come here. That's permanent. I don't want to... I no, don't come want to here. Well, you, no, you're crazy. You're crazy. That's a permanent... This is going to be that's great. That's a permanent thing. I'm going to have red on my face for the rest of the week. Right. Hey, I'm so not fucking red. Somebody made a really good, a, a good point red. here saying if Facebook won the cool world, why that's are so short, many more... Bigger. Why do so many more famous people or celebrities have accounts that they actually update on Twitter but not on Facebook? Because Twitter is pretentious and douchey. Really? And celebrities are douchey. Okay. Fair enough. But Facebook, what? regular people use Facebook. More, I would say. So you, I see. I don't ever use my Facebook, and I, sh- I guess I should. What? I, what? The only thing I ever use is Twitter and our site. Oh, That's this. it. And I, I, I always feel like I should use our site more than. I mean, I, I hate Facebook, but I'm saying more girls that I know use it. What do you need? Girls again? Really? That's what it is. I have the power. I have taken the red marker from JJ. <laughs> no longer will we be oppressed by read this louder or Go your mic is crooked. Or go fuck yourself. Forever. Or go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, Brian, Brian Cranston, Cranston was a member of Power Rangers. <laughs> Brian Cranston will be do you, doing no a signing longer. later today. Our oppression is free. Here, take the fucking... Ready? I'm going to throw this and smash the game. There you go. So you're saying, you're, you're saying that Twitter is the pretentious one. So yeah. what is like... What is Instagram? Instagram's... Hipster. I don't know. I'm saying that the follow account on Twitter is douchey as hell. Listen... What? And the verification process. Is Look, don't even get started on the verification process. I found out a, a really interesting thing about yes. Twitter. Tell Please us. share. So <clears throat> I, I found, found a way out, around it, by found, the way. I, I found a way around it. I found out just recently uh, the Twitter verification process. We know people uh, that we've interacted with, and they seem to be a lot of people just recently in the video game industry that were unverified by Twitter. Now, what what does that mean? That means what really, does you are that not mean? verified by Twitter – you are not a human being. No, no, but listen. Surely it means how they, do you, they how don't do you, believe that person is them anymore. Is that what they're saying? That is what that says to me. Because the, the term verification on Twitter means that this person is this account. That, uh-huh. That's what that means. Right. But as uh, apparently it's this – I've looked up a lot of articles on it, and we can link some of them in the link dump. But apparently that verification process is tied into how much advertising you do. 
And like as as businesses no longer advertise on Twitter, Twitter unverifies them. Wow. That's not verification. That's wow. certification. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're saying like if somebody goes from verified to unverified, yeah. that means we've determined that they're not who they say they are. Yeah. But it's not that at all. Wow. That seems like a mi- – It seems like extortion. I uh, Listen, I think that Twitter has every right to try to monetize. and They do. Know, and everyone uses it. It's a valuable service. Absolutely. It's got the cultural consciousness. Absolutely. They, they should be able to monetize. But yes. that seems like a – Weird. It that seems weird. It yeah. seems weird. That does not seem like the appropriate way to do that. It's a bit unfair to me. It's so how much is it? I heard they were just going to release like black marks through names and stuff and just be like – How much is the blue tick then? How much I have no clue. Take? I have no clue. But I don't know. But and, you know, and it also dumbs down. Like well, now, when I see someone with a check mark, I yeah. wonder how much did they it's pay like, for? How much did they pay for? Yep. It was yeah. funny. I went to some site that was like sell your Twitter account, and it's like it's illegal to sell your Twitter account unless you get written permission from Twitter to I sell your it. account. Really? Is that in like a terms of use somewhere <clears throat> on Twitter? I guess it must be. Wow. I've considered buying those kinds of things from people. Um, like I, I considered buying if somebody had just like at B, that would be great. Or I've always those tried. Exist. What's that? Those exist. Yeah, those yeah, are early, letter. early adopters. Um, but I always wanted to get um, the Bernie Xbox Live gamer tag. That'd be great. But the dude who owns Bernie, I'm Bernie Burns on Xbox Live. And the guy who owns Bernie is an Xbox uh, Live oh, launch boy. team member. Oh, launch team member. So it's like I never stood a chance of getting it. In fact, my, my, my gamer tag on uh, Xbox Live for a long time was just Busby. Yeah. And I registered that when I was on Drunk Gamers and I was a beta tester. And I always thought, I'm so stupid. I should have registered Bernie. But... Luckily, Where does Busby I ha- come from? Busby was my, like, internet handle, you know? What like, you're blondie. You're equivalent yeah. of blondie. Uh, but that was what I was on Drunk Gamers. Why Busby? It was just a name I made up. Why Gavino? Gavin O. But yeah. what's the O from? Well, that's my name in Italian. It is, really? Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Okay. And he's Joe Act. I mean, I don't know what that is about the internet, why we all have, <laughs> why we all have like, fake names on the internet. It's, like, the first thing you I do. it's a security thing from that thing ingrained in your mind when you're first... Yeah. Joining the internet as a young kid, they're like, don't give your real name, don't give your real name. That, that's an old internet thing of screen yeah. names and handles and stuff. That's not around really anymore. Yeah, that like harkens back to the old like CB radio days. Like everyone has a handle. <laughs> yeah. They're even called handles. What's yeah. your twenty? Yeah, and I don't know. I just decided on mine at an early age. Yeah, you know, I used to be on like BBS forums. And I remember Belasco. That's what I would use. Matt on the Roost, on the Red versus Blue site was Lumpy. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that's right. Yeah, that was very. And you were Joe Act. Jeff was G Funk. Yeah, that's really crazy. Nico was Grasshopper. Gus, Gus was, was always Gus. Gus with a big S, though. Yeah. In the no, 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 no. Was he? Yeah, Gus with a big S. He, no, he, he w- had something. No, 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 he had something, right? No, he was Gus. Really? Gus was... is the only one that's the same now, I think. I think everyone else changed their username. Yep. I did. Like, well, Joel if he, now if he you starts with Gus, where was he going to go from there, right? <laughs> he gave him no room. Have you no changed room. to Joel on there? Yeah, I changed to Joel. Yeah. I, I stole it from Ben's friend. I was like, Ben... Your fucking friend named Joel has a fucking Joel on the site. <laughs> fucking off him. I met, you, like, did, you killed him. I met the real Joel. I oh, met the you? first Joel. I, uh, I own a beer or something. So what was Joe act? A fucking stupid ass fucking name. Why Joe though? I don't fucking know. Can I ask you a good question? I was like, this is going to last like six months, <laughs> whatever. Is that, that based on, is that based on the old Snoopy character? Like Joe Cool, Joe Act? I mean, is that, where the, is that it's what just, It's from? based on shit. It's just the worst possible name. Well, you act. It's just the worst and possible name. you have the letters J-O-E. I went into Halo 2. I played terribly. The guy made I remember fun of me. when you he guys said, Hey, yo, why don't you get Joe Act together? <laughs> I was like, Wow, that's good. <laughs> Gab, you want to know what is your opinion of the Instagram video thing? And I, okay. uh, uh, if 
I might put up a 15-second video of my knee. I might not. Right. I, I tell you that I'm, like, not going into a social media new one that comes out is really one of the best decisions. It's like, it's so much easier to not start than it is to stop doing one of those things. You know what I mean? I like, I really do once feel they, that way. Once they got you, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like not doing Vine or not doing Instagram. No, I feel yeah. so much better about it. Just yeah. like, but then well, you might also, regret you it can't, later You can't get rid of it. Why would I regret it? Tell me why I would regret it. Well, not necessarily with those, but with Twitter, for example, how Rooster Teeth didn't join right away. We were kind of latecomers to that. And we probably, if we join right away, Probably over a million followers at this point. One of the accounts that was un- that was unverified by the way was Fragdolls. It's yeah. weird to see they're a- not they're not verified. They have like one point two million yeah. followers. It's weird to see the M, but no tick, no check mark. What's M? The million. Oh, oh, the number. oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that is weird. Which is a weird thing. I don't even really like that thing. Doesn't bother me except for the fact that they're saying like these are real people, these are not real people. And it's like a legitimacy thing. Which is when something gets to the cultural significance of twitter yeah. it does become important yeah and and i know yeah. we contacted them about just getting rooster teeth verified that this is the rooster account because there are a lot of non-rooster teeth accounts there's like the podcast one that's not run by us uh, there's now one for the patch as well yeah. not run it's, by it's us it's like everything else it's like everyone's trying to create a gateway where you have to pay money to them for legitimacy and it's, just, I, it's everything and i do agree with the philosophy that Let's make a service that's free for everyone, and then the people who get a monetary benefit from the service, like a company like ours does for marketing purposes. I could argue the the impact of Twitter on something like that. Nonetheless, that those businesses should then pay more than like every individual person. Like they could fund the service for basically everybody because they actually get a value from it. Whereas you know the average person on Twitter doesn't really necessarily get a value from it, and they're they're more the commodity. Of like their attention span. Twitter is useless for that though. What in terms mean? of getting people to do stuff, it's crap. I could argue. Yeah, you could argue about the value of Twitter. Yeah, th- yeah. That, that's what I would argue. I mean, also at the same, you know, is anyone really making any real judgments based on the verification tab? I mean, if they are, you're making a mistake. And kind of everybody knows that. Hopefully, right? I, I don't know. So. Middle management people somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got. I got to find a way to get this to you guys. Uh, somebody, can you look up on, can you get Twitter on there by any chance? Yeah, boy. Uh, Gavin, look in your feed. It should be one of the top ones. How do I do that? They, they, they did a, uh. Oh, I bugged it. What do I do search for me? They did it. Somebody did an image of you in a world with no women. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll retweet it right now. Uh, that's just going to bring up my profile. How do I actually ser- Go to the at. Go to the at. This. Have there you ever go. used it on a computer before? I have no. no idea how to use this website on a PC. Where is it? What? It should be right on there at the PC. top. At Gavin Free. In a world with no women. Uh, do I need to scroll down? Oh, well, even during the podcast. You know what I need? I need, a, I, need a, I need a secret ability to be able to no, talk to the control room without Sorry. the audience hearing me. I guess it's a little delayed. What did it look like? No, it's just an apocalyptic thing. Women. Yeah, this is difficult. It's a difficult <laughs> website. Look at me. Look at go to Bernie. Go to twitter.com slash Bernie. Bernie. You might want to vamp a little. Yeah. Blah, blah, nah. blah. I'm, I, I enjoy watching this. Yeah, this I is know. entertaining. I retweeted it. How the ball go down. God, you're horrible at this. It's time. There. It's like, you want me to look there, at this picture? Yeah, hit, world with no women. hit the enter Bring that button. Up on the <laughs> That was totally not worth all that time. <laughs> that, was not, that was not worth all that time. But you'll notice that that picture does not have a verification <laughs> tag yeah. next to it. 
It's Gavin photoshopped into horribly photoshopped into Road Warrior, right? Is that what that is? Well, Do you I know guess. what Road Warrior is? No. Mm-mm. They don't know what Road Warrior is. Somebody bought like an IP for a video game. Okay. Yeah. And people are like, what in the fuck is Road Warrior? They're making a Mad Max, right? They're making a Mad Max thing. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know who it is. You don't know what Road Warrior is at all. No. Really, no concept of it. Is it like a if movie? I say, do you I know what Mad Max is? Yeah. Okay. It's the second Mad Max movie, but oh. in fact, in America, most people knew it as Road Warrior and not Mad Max. We all had to because that was the popular movie. The second one was the one that got big, and we all had to go back back and watch the shitty Australian <laughs> movie that yeah was the movie that launched Mel Gibson's career. Yeah, basically. Is the the, Mad the Max only thing I remember that is like him going to the audition for that movie, and he got into a fight the night before, and he got all beat up, and like he had shit all over his face. <laughs> and it's like that's how I got cast. Seriously? Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's that easy. You just go and you get a fight and then you get cast. It's amazing yeah. how many people get cast for stuff because of un- unfortunate events. Like, well, a lot of people get cast. He's also because- like, you know, ma- massively attractive and then got into a fight at a bar right. and then got cast. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And now he and now he's in trouble. So you know what the you know what one of the coolest social network things that I've discovered in the last six months is street passing on the DS and they just upgraded this. You guys don't do this at all, do you? No. I've talked about it on the podcast. How do you before. have how do you have room for that in your life? I really like, don't. How, how do you have room I really for don't. one more? It's just like everything else. I started I, doing I it. I have no time. Got my hooks sunken in me. I really don't understand it. It actually is no good except for at conventions. And it's where on the DS when you pass people and you have your Wi Fi on. We talked about this. It collects them. We talked about it on the patch. And they we just also have, talked about this on the last on the live. What is Gus talked about this? What's the benefit of doing that? Didn't he? It's just like you meet people and you store them in your. So is there a benefit to getting like five thousand people in that? There game? is now. They just put out a game where you can build an army and like you fight your armies against other people, and it's all the me's that you've ever collected, and you fight armies of me's. It's this game they just added called Warrior. It's an army. It's army. Yeah, but no, it's so it's, it's Ar- a terrible Armenia. amount of fun. I guarantee, if they had something like Street Pass, but they had it on the iPhone. It would be enormous. It yeah. would be absolutely yeah. enormous. And it's like really fun to play. Where you would just – like if you pass people on the bus and you collected their profile and it was like a Facebook-style site and it was a location-based uh, type of social network, it would be enormous. It's Is just it, because it's on a device that not many people have. They can make or, a romance movie out of that. Or are willing to carry around. Does it have to be a two-way thing or do you just collect people as you pass them? Like <laughs> No, yeah. I would get it and then like, like Justine does it a lot. So like if I have my DS out – and Justine has hers. Doesn't be out. Just if we have them in our bags or whatever. Or she has in her bag. So and I have, have my manly it? satchel. It doesn't have to be on? No, it has the Wi-Fi has to be on. And it'll uh-huh. it'll pick up and it'll trade it. And like like because Ashley does it all the time, I pick up hers and it like levels up her character. The more you pass the people and collect them, it doesn't. You can take them to games and stuff like this. And at the end of the day, all you're doing is like going through all these shenanigans so that you can unlock puzzles and get new hats. But <laughs> That's apparently an important I don't need thing. any more, like, currency stuff. I can see life. that's why a lot of girls like it then. Got to accessorize. That's like Animal Crossing. <laughs> People play this game hours at a time. Yeah. It's just you can make a shitty little house a little bit better. That's the whole purpose of that game. Like The Sims. What is I know, but this ha- that house isn't even that great. Like, even the best version of the house is like, <laughs> that's just a shitty little house. Yeah. It's, it's like a little game. nothing, you know? What is the most successful fake currency? Like, you know how sometimes... Eve Online. The U.S. dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Zing. No, I've I would say that one. Eve Online. 
For a while, it might have been um, – well, Bitcoin is the most successful fake currency. But yeah. like I'm yeah. talking about like people who used to farm gold and then sell it and yeah. it would be – have an actual real-life value. I, something that's completely fictional and pointless. But e- I guess that's what currency is anyway. It's not even re- you're not even spending the thing that's valuable. You're just spending bits of paper. I'm a, I'm a, I'll read you something here that will blow your mind. Um, I would say EVE Online, the currency that they have in there, which is basically like game time converted to real dollars. Um, and then there is uh, – remember Second Life, Joel? Yeah. There was a big run on Second Life when Second Life was a yeah. huge deal yeah. in like – 2005, yeah. and real estate in Second Life was selling for an enormous amount of money. Right. Like and on people, the basis that it was limited. Of real basically. money. Like, it's, it's money. weird to, to put a lot of money into sort of, a, like, it's like, hey, this is this weird game thing. Maybe it's not a game thing. Uh, by the way, it's going to be completely irrelevant in three years because it's a game thing. Yeah. I mean, so in EVE Online, the, the way that they, it's ISK, which is the money in the thing. There was some battle where some guy screwed up, and 3,000 players got called into one system battle. And they all fought in the destruction of the ships. Um, $25,000 worth of ships were destroyed in one battle. <laughs> in, wow. Of real money. U.S. currency. Yeah, it was... That's insane. 70, $717 billion ISK, oh my God. which equates to $25,000 of real money. Well, that's... That's good because we need that deflationary. You're yeah. lord. Our so economy. happy people are spending money on that. That's great. It's just a collective thing. It's like three thousand people. You yeah. know what I mean. But so if you do the math on that, like three thousand people, everyone has like, if if everyone's ship got destroyed, that'd be eight bucks per person. Yeah. You know. So if I mean, you're always worrying about the God financial right. state of the United States, and you're always worrying about like levels and stocks and stuff. Are you, do you think you're shaving off decent years of your life there with just the sheer everyday stress? No. No? I like it. You do? Yeah. Right. I, it's I, not stressful. Well, it can be stressful, but... Because at the end of the day, you're dealing with, like, all of your money, right? That's what it comes down to. You're just deciding where to you, put listen, your money. Listen, you, you have to look at this stuff. Do you think you, you have it? to look at this stuff? Like there was a time where you didn't have to look at this stuff, and most people don't look at this stuff. You have to look at this stuff. So if if the money that I have, have is great financial advice from Joel Heyman, you have to look at this. If stuff. The, if the money that I have, like say everything I have is just in a savings account, that's bad. Is that is that bad use of? It's just it's it's savings. just slowly getting devalued. Yeah, it's just gonna it's one hundred percent guaranteed to get devalued. It's just the only question is. How fast and how much is it going to get to value? You're waiting for it to happen, though. So, like, what will be the currency? It doesn't for one currency to go down. It goes down against the relative value of other currencies. It's all, it's all relative at this point. Wait, so so what's the that currency that's going to take off? It's not the dollar. It's not the dollar. It's the yuan? Because that's Could what be. everyone was saying a few years ago. Could be. I, I'm thinking either China and Euro. The Euro has problems. They've got problems, but I'm more... Inclined to pick the euro. What about the pound? And gold, no, the pound is in trouble, too. <laughs> so you're saying that if, if money is just sat in an account, the, your purchasing the currency, power currency gets, gets less more less valuable, but your money just sits there your and becomes less. Your currency gets less valuable. Because you just have the same amount over time. I would buy online ships. That's about it. <laughs> but no, but it's, it's funny that Microsoft moved from Microsoft points to, do- to dollars. Yes. In this, I wonder why they did that. I don't know. Probably because they want to increase the price of stuff. But if all of a sudden twenty bucks got you a thousand Microsoft points instead of sixteen hundred, people would go crazy about it. 
You think? I don't know. It means that they can inflate the price of stuff without it being noticeable. <laughs> I almost had it. I guess. I mean, it seemed like when they had the point system, it was easier to hide. But, because but, nobody does a calculation. Uh, they, don't they? I went and I asked. Isn't eight hundred dollars? I literally. I'm not kidding. I went and I asked people what the what the exchange rate was for Microsoft Point to a dollar. Nobody knew. I thought sixteen hundred points was twenty bucks. Is that not right? What's that to a dollar? What do you want to know, Gavo? I'm sorry. Sorry, I was looking at Twitter. How, how much? How much money is 1,600 Microsoft points? 1,600 Microsoft points was 49.99. Oh, correct? No. Oh, well, I no, thought no, it was no, no, no. Sorry, That's I was, I was thinking of the increments in which you buy stuff. 1,600 is, I think, is the equivalent of 20 dollars. Yeah, but the, the, the whole point is, is if they want to increase the amount of money they make for stuff, and all of a sudden, 25 bucks got you 1,600 points, people would be like, oh, this is, I'm getting less for my money now. But if if they just used the prices in the first place, people wouldn't complain. You know what I mean? You think? Yeah. It's like yeah. casino the chips, would man. Go up rather than the value of the chips. I think by fixing a, uh, a, an actual value to your fake currency, there's no point in doing it because why not just use that good point. amount? Well, the, uh, the other thing, too, is like there's an enormous amount of money in unspent points because you would – Right, because you have to buy in inconvenient increments. Right, that don't match up with yeah. everything else. Yeah, so, you, you, so if you look at all the Xbox Live users or anybody in those systems that have points – Everyone's got a few points in their account, and it's just basically like – it's almost like gift cards basically. Especially with all their rentals. spent the money. They're just holding it for you in points. Yeah. All their rentals are like 480 points or 360 points. You can't buy 360 Microsoft points. Right. Yeah. And get games on demand for the higher uh, cost, you could do it um, where you could like – if it was like 60 bucks for the game, you could just pay. That was always in real currency. Yeah. But the arcade games, the smaller downloadable Xbox Live arcade games were always denominated in points. Is there a date on release for – the one at this point? November something? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Ash, do you know what the date and release of Xbox One is? The release date? I think it's like They November. just said November. I want to see. I want to see uh, I'll look it up. I'll see, it's it like the, the Last of Us. I want to play The Last of Us. I'm not going to go out and buy a PlayStation right now. I have to wait. You want to borrow mine? I, I could borrow your, but I don't know how long I'm it's going to take. European. I'm loaning mine. I'm loaning mine to uh, Ryan, and then you can borrow it after he's done if you'd like. But I mean, we're almost there. I'm just going to buy a new system. It'll be fine. The thing I'm most excited for by far, GTA V. I, did you see that I, I can't, video? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. The, I, the I shot at the end it. with the multiplayer and then yeah. the guy with the jet just flies past the window. Can't wait for it. I want that in me. Oh, it's, not in it's, me. I it's, want almost, it's, in almost, it's almost weird because it's just sort of like, oh, God, I'm going to have to drop out of society. Yeah. There, there are some games where when it arrives, it's like BRB. i got to yeah, go and do something. Absolutely. Halo, whenever it's, Halo it's comes of, out. It's kind of bad because it's just sort of like... I love single-player games. I yeah. love GTA. I'm going to play the shit out of it. It's almost weird, though, but it's like if you're lucky enough to get into a relationship with somebody who plays video games, yeah, uh, then the, having that shared experience is awesome. But if something like GTA comes out, then it's like, I'm sorry, we have to break up for yeah. three months. I've never been in a relationship with somebody who plays video games. It's my ultimate goal. Really? Yeah. I've, I've never it's had anyone cool. who gives a toss. It's pretty cool. Yeah. You're not dating the right people. I don't, I don't date There's people. There's not, I mean, not a, trim, I mean. Don't date people. Is that that's exactly what? all you I don't do. date people. What do you mean? No. What are you guys drawing over there? So, they're saying, well, by clock. the way, we have passed the two-hour mark, so Gus officially hates us. Hey, so I would like to thank you all for joining us on The Patch. Hey, Gu- <laughs> Joel, we will see you next week. People would like to talk to you about we gotta um, go. what happened last week. We got to go. With your, I'm glad, I'm glad. Um, Were you <laughs> fucked up? Jack's phone.
forever, and you're a terrible person because you gave out Jack's So I'm phone really number. glad that we had this opportunity because I really wanted to take this time to talk about what I did to Jack. Yep. And 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 Credits. how that's going to go forward, and that and and what's going to happen next is.